So now there are calls to boycott Disney. The mainstream media is picking it up and there are a bunch of photos popping up all over X of people showing they've canceled their subscriptions to all of these companies that announced advertiser boycotts on X. After Elon Musk said, go F yourself, you will not blackmail me, essentially, many people joined in. And now there's big pushes for people to sign up for X premium and to cancel their subscription to any one of these companies, stop servicing these companies, to boycott any company that played politics. To put it simply, this is not just a company being like, well, we don't want to run ads on X anymore. It's all of these companies at the same time teaming up with political activists to negatively impact a business that isn't taking the political stance they want. This should get very, very interesting. So we'll talk about that. We've got the CEO of X doubling down and telling all of the staff, we believe in free speech and we won't back down from this from, from their position. Awesome. And then, of course, Donald Trump praising uh, and thanking Black Lives Matter for their support, despite the fact it was just one guy. But this is a funny story. Now, a lot of conservatives are saying he should not be thanking them. And then, of course, we've got just Trump is gaining a ton of support in New York among black and Latino voters. And there's on the ground interviews talking about this. And, and, and where it gets interesting, he's actually got potential support now, not just for Michael Rappaport, but Chris Cuomo on the PBD podcast saying he's open to voting for Donald Trump. Wow. It's going to get really interesting. Before we get started, my friends, head over to castbrew.com and buy coffee. This will be the best cup of coffee you've ever had. I guarantee it. I think I can say that because I don't know what it quite means to have the best cup of coffee other than I really do think Appalachian Nights is the best cup of coffee I've ever had. And I think you'll agree. But you can also check out other blends. We got Rise with Roberto Jr. We got Mr. Bocus Pumpkin Spice Experience. We got Stand Your Grounds. We got K-Cups for those that like those. We got Ground Coffee and we got Whole Bean Coffee. Support Casper. They support the show. This is our company and we are expanding into physical locations currently under construction. With your help, we're going to have a thousand locations in Five years, maybe. I don't know. We're hoping to get a bunch of locations up, but that's the big vision. Also, head over to TimCast.com. Click join us to become a member and support our work directly. If you think the work we do is important, then we need your help because this show is funded by viewers like you. But you'll get access to our uncensored members only show coming up at 10 p.m. where we get a bit naughty and say uh, not so family friendly things. And it's a lot of fun. You as members can join the Discord server, call in, submit questions and actually talk to us and our guests. So don't forget to smash that like button. Subscribe to this YouTube channel right now and share this show. Take the URL, post it wherever you can if you really want to help out. Joining us tonight to talk about this and uh, a whole lot more, it, we got uh, Ryan Long and Danny Polstra. Yo, we'd actually planned to show up here in full blackface, but Tim actually censored us. He doesn't want the viewers knowing that. So, well, the issue was that half your face was red. Yeah, and I was like, "What are you guys doing? That's not funny." Because yeah, you rubbed it that, off. That kid so got hard. in trouble. Sometimes the plan sh- was if we do half him red, half me black, and then we sort of stand next yeah, to each angle other, it, right? Gautier <laughs> style. We yeah. will have the full that effect. Was, that was a fun music video. Yeah. Okay, so everyone figure out your cool. comedians. Yep. Hello. Welcome back. <laughs> Just nonstop with these guys. Yeah. <laughs> I will say with the, with the Elon Musk stuff, there is, you can even, I'm sure you've said no to a advertiser, but if you're like a public company and you do that, it's illegal, right? But if being able to do that must have been sick because you've probably said no to an advertiser and does make you feel like quite the big man. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, but but this is. I, I I think it's simple to say it's illegal, but you're mostly mostly true. You have a fiduciary responsibility to make money, and someone comes to you and offers you a bunch of money. If you don't have a legitimate reason for rejecting it, dude, you can't then, just run the company to the ground and be right. like, yeah, I'm just doing my thing. It's like yeah. you'd be at the very least, you'd be fired, like FCC violations. So I guess you. That's the whole reason why you have a private company is you're like, I can do whatever I want. So Elon right? can yeah. say, go f yourselves. Yeah. 
Well, and now he is. That's going to be. But that's what I mean. As an individual podcaster, where you're like, I'm done with this ad because I didn't like. He's just doing that to the entire industry. Good. Well, we'll talk about that more. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Should be a blast. We got Hannah Claire Brimelow hanging out. Hey, I'm Hannah Claire. I'm a writer for SCNR.com, otherwise known as Scanner News. I really like it there. Ian's back. Hello, everyone. I'm back from Luke Rudkowski's uh, Castle in the Mountains uh, in uh, Miami. It was great, and it's good to be back. Let's rock and roll. Yeah, let's get it done, Tim. I just want to. I just want to mention real quick too. Uh, Newsom's debating DeSantis tonight. I want to see it. And you know, it's it's going to be at nine, and we're having this converse. Like I'm having this conversation before the show. Like, do we do we comment on it? Like, do we do we watch it? And everyone just shrugs. Like, ask the chat. Why? Are you Newsom? I still don't get the point of it. Yeah, I mean, look, it is fair to say you've got red state versus blue state mentality, but I just feel like a lot of people are hyping it up because DeSantis is running for president. But look, if 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 Fox News announced they were going to have, you know, in, you know, politician A versus politician B and they're just totally irrelevant to the cycle, I'd just be like, well, okay, that's fine. They do town halls all the time. I'm down with care. what Hannah Claire said. Maybe we could put a poll in there and see if the audience really wants it. If it's like 75% yes. No, it's a commitment, man, over. because it's a, it's an hour and a half long and it's like if we want to actually watch it, I just kind of feel it like might it's might be too, a major snooze fest. Like, Tim yeah, says too, this is a too, privately too, run podcast that's and right. he's going to make the decisions here. <laughs> I want to see if they're like laughing it up and it's like, oh, these guys get along or if it's super lame. Well, probably take a peek at it disagree on everything but i feel like it's going to be a a total snooze fest between two guys who don't matter to the presidential cycle maybe maybe newsom runs has there ever been something like it like like this where just two governors just debate each other for during a presidential cycle and one's a candidate and one's not it's just it's weird is there a possible ability that you hear like a glass shattering sound and then trump does come through for the rafters (laughs) stone cold (laughs) (laughs) he jumps off jumps off the rafters and swings down or orange paint just sprays on the audience (laughs) (laughs) they get they get what is it what was it uh slimed yeah well i don't know so we'll see what happens later but let's jump into the first story we got this from newsweek Disney faces renewed boycott calls. It's not just Disney, but I love how this made it to Newsweek. They say things are heating up for Disney with the company facing fresh boycott calls, continuing on from its announcement that the brand was ceasing advertising with X, formerly Twitter, just days ago. Several leading global brands, including Disney, announced their we, we, we get that they're boycotting, boycotting X. Elon Musk then said, go F yourselves. And in response to this, we got a bunch of people on X posting photos of them canceling their Disney Plus subscriptions. Now, I just want to stress, I canceled mine a long time ago after Disney Plus thanked the security forces in China who are running the Uyghur concentration camps where they force women to get abortions. And let's just say that is, it is very, very brutal what they're doing to those yeah. people. So uh, I'm, not, I'm not too happy with what Disney's doing and I don't want them to have my money. But now it's piling up. They're also calling for boycotts of all of these other companies. So it'll be interesting. Will will X be able to survive just off of subscription memberships? I kind of feel like how much is the the ad revenue for how much is I know their Apple ad was a hundred million a year, right? Yeah, I think it's a, that's a lot. Andrew Tate said he would do a mil. Didn't you say he'd do so? <laughs> he said he'd do a million a month. Million a month to so advertise 12. X. I said a hundred k a month. I said a hundred k a month for three months. And uh, Babylon, I think he said a mil. So we have another mil. Can we? <laughs> yeah, Babylon confirmed. Confirmed. doing half a mil. They were doing two hundred fifty thousand a month, but they doubled it to five hundred thousand. Yeah. So then you're talking about fifty mil a year after stuff like that, and it's probably closer to thirty mil a year, where it's like I think a guy like him. Does doesn't really care that much about that type of numbers. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to do. I thought maybe that they would end up shuttering the centralized service and turn it into a decentralized protocol because they've been talking a lot about using Noster and he's been working with Jack uh, Who's Dorsey. Uh, Elon. Yeah. Noster is like, uh, what was your question? I, I, was, I was saying like, who, who's using. Yeah. Yeah. That they would like join the Fediverse and then make 
Twitter X more of a protocol that you would use, like a decentralized peer-to-peer communication system. So like we'd all host it on our devices. And if like half of them go down, the system's still running on everybody else's device. Yeah. Just poured in. So it would cut the costs of servers. And I don't know what their bulk costs are. I know when he bought the company slash a bunch of the employee count. This is actually a really good point. He, this, this could be a, a clever play for Elon where they finally get Twitter onto a decentralized system where no one can be banned ever again. So, he says we're not even. It's not even up to us. Yeah. It, so if they go, I, I don't know if you're saying Noster. Noster, yeah. But or or what, what's the other one? Uh, um, the Fediverse. Mm-hmm. The Fediverse. Fe- so these are like protocols where anyone can plug into any other one, basically like the internet. If Elon Musk says Twitter is now going to be open source and federated, that means you could be signed up for Gab, and tell someone, oh, if you're follow me, you know Ryan at Gab.com, and then if someone's on X, they can type that in and follow you wherever they are. So this would mean that X, Twitter, whatever, could no longer ban anybody. Wouldn't that be like destroying his investment though? Like the- If the company is going to go under because the advertiser's canceled. Yeah. And then he's just like, well, the company's dead unless we open source and federate. Also, if you open source, you could put stuff in where if, if there is advertisement for every million dollars Disney pulls, another censorship person gets fired and just have that trigger <laughs> set up and just be like, well, it's up to you. It's not out of my control Can right switch. now. The thing's set up. HR person goes for a hundred grand and a million dollars. We go a censorship person. Oh, like smart contracts. It's smart contract. Yeah. It just triggers firings according to <laughs> how much money Disney pulls. Sort of hold them hostage on that leverage. I kind of get the vibe that this is the direction. Not only would it be great for humanity to have a, a system like Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, on the Fediverse. I mean, that's the big deal. You got Mines and Mastodon and things like that on the Fediverse. Gab, you mentioned earlier. But Elon has blatantly stated he's not in it for the money and he never was. He's in it for humanity and free speech and things like that. I bet his investors are like, yeah, we're... We're kind of in it for the money a bit. The CEO though. had to come up with a statement being like, "Well, we really liked Elon's yeah, color." Yeah. I mean, he comments. has like again, like he has a lot of investors who are probably like, "Yeah, <laughs> humanity." But you could also run ads on a decentralized service. Yeah, There's yeah, no sure. need that it would ever really even disrupt yeah. the ad revenue. And then actually, he could come out and say, "We're going to decentralize the service, federate," which means we're not going to be responsible for any hate speech because it's out of our hands, and we can still control advertising, so we can make all the money with none of the downside. Does That's mean, a play, right? There. Would it mean if you federated that the advertisements get seen by? more people too theoretically oh, that's an interesting concept probably not federated probably advertising not. is a nice way to go in the future it is but he would have to so basically the way that would work is the idea of federated social media is imagine if like how the internet works you, you can open a browser and go to any website you would be a member at on x and you could choose to follow any other federated account from any other website so let's say, you know, you're on X and someone's on Facebook. You could, you could go onto X and follow someone's Facebook. But the owners of X, if they're in the Fediverse, could say, we want to blacklist all accounts from Facebook.com. And then right. you can't see it through the Facebook node. But if you go to like Mastodon, you can still see the Facebook node list. They get to choose where something like Noster is way more open and you can't stop anything. But you, it, I think it's fair that, it, that a service can say, we don't want to connect to this service. That's fine. But if Elon was selling ads on X... They would not appear outside of X. But if he federates, you could sign up for, I don't know, Truth Social. If Truth Social federated, you could follow Trump on X from his Truth Social account. So it, like, it basically connects does everything. App, does Truth Social have to allow it, though? Yes. Oh, okay. So so Truth, which I, isn't Truth Mastodon? It was based on Mastodon. I right. Know. I can't imagine they're going to want to, though, because isn't that the whole reason that Trump's not tweeting is because he has Right, this, they want to make money. They want to make money, and they're like, you can't go over to our competitors. The, big, so. the bigger question I have for you guys, because you guys make a, a, a deeply, deeply offensive and shocking sure edgy content, do. is 
I mean, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think about these companies? I mean, Disney recently announced that they're misaligned with the public. One of the problems with like companies like Disney in general is sort of like Coke, where you go, even if someone goes, oh, I'm going to boycott that, and you go, just so you know, they own all, all the yeah. other 45 others. <laughs> like you, It's impossible to even remember who they own and stuff like that. Do right? they own they're this? Just, it's uh, very. No. I bet you Coke does or someone. Yeah, probably. You know, you've seen the thing yeah. where it's like three companies own every single. I mean, they own ESPN. They own ESPN. They own. I mean, my main issue with Disney is I'm banned from all their parks for life. But uh, tell your story. Really, tell that really, story. I, I can't. Really, no. Well, you're not. The bottom line is streaking <laughs> is a nighttime activity. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't really watch any Disney stuff. Like I'm not like into Star Wars. Like you guys watch like Star Wars, like The Mandalorian. I only no. watch nine and that stuff after Episode One came out. I but they make like a ton of movies where you don't even realize that was a Disney. Film. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I was sure. done with Mandalorian when they fired Gina Carano. I'm yeah. like, dude, if you if, so, and that's the start of it. But when they so I had a year membership, and then I bought the year in advance when they when they when the Uyghur Muslim thing came out where they thanked the security forces. I'm like, yo, those people are like mercilessly torturing human beings, and we all know. So I'm not. I'm done with this. And then with Mandalorian, I mean, Gina Carano, that whole stuff, I was like, this company's garbage. Yeah. The crazy thing is, is like, their stock is not doing well. So you think that they actually would be but like, yeah, we have to stop doing this But isn't that the whole reason that stuff. Bob Iger got brought back is because he was going to yeah. you know, stop all this nonsense? Yeah. I feel like that was the whole thing is that Bob Iger, the other guy went in, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That guy was tanking it. And then he co sort of came back from the grave being like, I'm yeah, taking the yeah, reins back. back. Yeah, back, yeah. So I feel like to some degree he's being He probably hostage. will put a kind of an end to some of this stuff, but obviously But it's probably just ceremonial, right? They're saying, oh, look, board members, we have brought Bob back, and so things will be okay. He never actually committed to changing any ideology. Well, I bet with the movie, like, because all their movies keep bombing, but, like, the thing is, like, those cycles is, those movies probably went into development four years ago mm -hmm. when probably at the time you go like oh yeah this stuff is gonna be around forever we're gonna all this rah rah this is stuff. a great idea yeah this is a great idea right now and nobody's thinking everyone's hey, gonna watch marvel's 40 times yeah exactly yeah if, we, if it came out today it would be a huge hit and then and now i like, watched it 35 times and they probably their production schedule is like yeah this will be out like 2022 and then it gets pushed back two years mm -hmm. or whatever a year and then people are like this sucks i just, I just want to point out this is, is it private, made by it's it's owned by the pri a private company Spindrift and its founder. They have 105 employees, and he grew up on a farm in Massachusetts. I think that's what they yeah. said. And so, uh, I think you dig a little further. That guy's last product. name is Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they took a 29 million dollar investment from Molus and Company LLC in 2020. Spindrifted. Uh, yeah. yeah, and that's owned by and, uh, another Soros 20 million <laughs> by VMG Partners. So those are the two big companies. That where, came do, in. Where, do, where do I find that? That was on Wikipedia history. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Subsidiary so, of a subsidiary. I mean, they are a solid product. They don't have any no, that's, that's what they do. That's what they do. They like Starbucks. This is what, I, I read this in the newspaper, so maybe it's not true. But my understanding is Starbucks will open a coffee shop and call it like Mom and Pops, and then you go there like, oh, I don't want to go to Starbucks, and you're actually buying from Starbucks. Yeah, I got you. Starbucks <laughs> is my favorite one. How they play all this stuff because a lot of times they'll do you know, some super progressive thing about like refugees and then people get mad and then they replace it with veterans and they get mad and they replace it back with <laughs> refugees. And they go back and forth between refugees and veterans trying to find the sweet spot. So the company Mollis and Company LLC is a publicly traded multinational investment firm. So there's is very likely BlackRock, State Street and Vanguard are involved. Well, oh, we got we to check. We got to check. 20 minutes. Yeah, we should. We should check. No, enjoy your BlackRock beverage. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't put money in the everything. The smooth taste of BlackRock. <laughs> I can. Wait, wait, let oh, me try. A good name for a drink <laughs> mm. it tastes like a young millennial couple losing a bit on their first home. <laughs> yeah yeah but let's let i'll, I'll look into it while it you guys are talking like foreclosure that's my favorite flavor yeah, yeah. <laughs>
That's so funny. <laughs> so anyway, your back cool to- hip beverage is owned by. <laughs> Maybe what about what about Liquid? We got Liquid Death over here too. Are they? I hear they're they they are based AF. Perhaps I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think they're pretty. Yeah, I, I don't think they've gone public yet. I think they're talking about going public, but uh, I don't think they have. You guys want to know a secret? Yeah. I heard the Liquid Death was partially owned by the Clinton Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to know a secret? Yeah. So liquid death, you is pour like, them out and just put tap water in it says, and just give it to your guests. It says no, no. It says death of plastic on those cans. Yeah. Look, I like liquid death, but there's plastic in those cans. Okay. There's plastic all, in cans. All yeah. cans are lined with lined. plastic. Oh, they're lining. So if you take it's what everyone used to say to Pamela Anderson, there's plastic <laughs> in those cans. Nice. <laughs> 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 but if if you if you uh, uh, take something that will eat away the metal, yeah. it leaves a plastic bag. Oh. Yeah, and you, and you'll see the drink in the plastic bag, and you can oh check. the the coating. Yeah, the, the whole inside is coated. So we actually did it. My that's brother the did skin it. from the lizard people. <laughs> that's how that's that's how they make your canned beverage. Actually, this is disconcerting. The sixth ingredient on here is adrenochrome. So <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> no, that. liquid does actually pretty good. Yeah, it's also uh, like, it, like it. fairly based, low sugar. I yeah, like it's it. also like when the, well, the reason it's bad to have plastics when it's in the sun. So keeping it out of the sun supposedly negates it. That's what I've heard. I don't know if that's true or not. Let's jump to this Big story. Time. Let's jump to this one. We got this from Bloomberg. <laughs> Yakarino about the Pizzagate Pizzeria. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Let's talk about this story. Yeah. Yakarino's memo to ex staff calls Musk candid and profound. I love this. Uh, long story short, the CEO has doubled down. When they uh, announced that uh, Linda Yaccarino was going to be the CEO, everybody thought, okay, here we go, WEF, you know, deep state, whatever. She's going to start banning people. Instead, when Elon Musk says, go off yourself, she puts out a statement being like, no, we stand by this and we believe in it and we will not be bullied into changing our position because people are trying to hold money from, uh, take money from us. Here's the best part. I see these lefties on Twitter mocking her for doing this, being like, haha, look at her. She's pushing this, this interview out more. And I'm like, I think that's a great test to expose who the grifters are, because these leftists who are saying that what they're telling us is that in their worldview, they're saying, why, why would you want to lose money? Whereas Elon is saying, take all the money from me. I'm not backing down from what I believe is right. So it shows you where we are, where they are. Not everybody on the left. I'm just saying the ones that are saying that. You're saying the them. sort of this sentiment is like, well, you're screwing your career, but you without any talk of do they actually think that? Yeah, so when when I see these lefties be like, "Haha, why would you why would you push this further?" You know, they're basically saying, "Why would you announce an ideological position that would jeopardize your business?" And it's really funny because to me, I'm on the other side. I'm like, I absolutely will tell an advertiser to screw off if they tried to do that. I think Elon Musk doesn't do anything unless he sees a long-term gain, right? So he wouldn't announce these positions publicly if he didn't think that they were worth it. And I think that's the the measure that culture is shifting. I, I may, mean, maybe. even with Yaccarino, the thing that she got in trouble for was that she was saying, Twitter, we like free speech, but we will de-amplify hateful content. And de-amplify was like a specific word about, you know, people get afraid of like being shadow banned or whatever. I, and to, for her to have fallen in line with a more Musk-esque position is interesting. Yeah, yeah, but it shifts within the company. Because he's the boss, but I don't think Elon's playing 5D chess. I think he's just pissed and he's the richest man in the world so he can tell anybody he wants to F off. But yeah. if he's the richest money. man in the world, why does he care about this? I mean, he could stay quiet and spend his money on who cares? No, 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 like, because wealth doesn't... I think no, he would come out unless I, there was a specific no, I, gain for him. absolutely disagree. My point is Elon Musk clearly cares more about his ideological position than the money. Whereas I think he also cares about legacy, his own. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I part of it. And so his position is free speech matters. The woke mind virus is destructive. And I'm not going to sacrifice the world for a paycheck, especially it's easy to say when you're the richest guy on the planet. But I don't think it has to be a paycheck, right? Like, what is his long term? This has gained him so much influence among conservative or moderate people. Like, he could have been a silent billionaire just doing whatever he wanted with his cars and his a million children. He was and never instead, a silent billionaire. Right. Though. He was, that was loud and proud. 
allowed. But he he could have been if he wanted to. He has chosen to continue to push on this path because he wants to be in the public eye. That's Which not is an true. ideological is, position. There might be a counter to that, though. Like with Tesla, he was able to sell it because he was not a you know, silent person. I know. Right? It so was the would, first time it worked for but him. D but that wouldn't exist if he wasn't loud because he was loud and got everyone to invest in it. I know. He knows that having social influence is really important. It is the ultimate social right. currency right now. In which case, he should have said, I'm sorry to the advertisers. Because then this, the, unless the, he doesn't think it's well, he's saying that long. You don't know that. Unless the ideological culture. position is more important to him. Yeah, he's consistent. I, Elon clearly is a guy who cares about ideological issues. Yeah. I, My I, point is that I think he realizes the issues that he's promoting right now, and maybe he feels them personally. I have no reason to doubt his authenticity. He realizes that it resonates with the American public in a way, yeah. and the international public. People feel like yeah. they are being manipulated by big corporations that don't represent their values, and then you have this guy saying, I'm going to be open and speak out about this. But that's not a financial incentive. That's I never the, said it had to it be might financial. Be a I think it's financial social capital. Incentive. Yeah, I, well, it's, it's I, I, I just, I think it's ideological. There, there's there's no, I look, the way he said, go F yourself, it's clearly an emotional reaction. Oh, yeah. Especially when he said, he's like, you know, if if X ceases to be a company, then you see that thing we said, he's like, if, if, you know, if they break us and ruin us, then at least people will know who did it. Like he yep. said it in this really weird way where you're like, what? But if it wasn't, if it was that? planned, I'm not saying it was. Does that make it less authentic? Like, what was if, he, if he had gone on there being like, I know I'm going to find a way to just say, go F yourself to the advertisers when I go so. on this thing. Well, Bob, but I do sort did, of agree with Tim that he does fly by the seat of his pants. Oh, right, for sure. Big time. Seems, well, at least seems like it. One Yo. thing you can say, though, about platforms where you could say, oh, who cares? They can just get any advertisement. That is the sign that a platform is sort of, you go, oh, this is sort of an off the beaten path platform as you start seeing dick enlargement pills and like all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So if you went on Twitter and it was all those kind of advertisers, well, it would take away from its like legitimacy but, as a town But square. it is a lot of Cheech and Chong have you seen so Everybody says that. I've never seen that. Oh, I, got, I am 90% Cheech. Dude, honestly, I see <laughs> people Chong, say this mostly. all the time. They go, my whole thing is Cheech and Chong. And I've all I see Guy's is, the, deep pockets, is I friend. see that doctor with the gooey thing. You see that one? It has like 200 million impressions. It must be spending millions. What is he selling? I don't know. I've been, I click on the website <laughs> to, and it's like, he's, honestly, I think he's just saying that it's good to use like MCT oil or stuff. I don't even oh, know. I, I know what you're talking it's, about. Is that the one where he says, don't put cream in your coffee? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, <laughs> and then, I'm, and then I went on the website to try, but like every one of their ads has They're not selling anything. 100 million impressions. They're spending so much money. And I specifically, I'm like, all right, let's see what this does. Just because I want to know. And I couldn't even figure out what Yeah, I, I watched this video for like 10 minutes and I'm like, okay, well, that was a fun podcast, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this? What's your product? Somebody. Yeah. That was but the, I don't know. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Oh, for the record, I cannot confirm at all that BlackRock has any money in Spindrift. <laughs> I can't. It's been anywhere. I'm going on it. It's been for about 10 minutes. Yeah, thanks. But yeah. That, that guy was saying, you're right. He's like, he's like you want to have... Uh, you want to have uh, no? I think he was saying MCT was bad, wasn't he? I don't know. I I can't figure it no, out. No, he said coconut is good. Or so. maybe coconut. I don't. I don't I know. But they don't seem to sell pro a product. coconut lobby. He's just out there. He's just like, like you guys doctor. should know about this. It's like some doctor who has just tons of money, but like I can't tell what he even sells. But they're spending so much money on ads. I think the problem they're going through. We went through this at Mines. Is that these investors come in with huge amounts of money and they say I want X amount of impressions over this much time, and then they put it all the money in, so it goes to the front and keeps getting recycled, and it's like really bad for. 
the the platform because you don't want people to get saturated with the same ad over and well, over. I guess, yeah, I guess that's happening because you guys all see the same ads and I see the same ads, but they're different. Ads. I haven't seen either one of these ads, so that oh, okay. helps at all. Chong is out there, man. That guy's got the deepest <laughs> what, pocket in Hollywood. <laughs> what are they advertising? What is the, he's advertising? Like CBD weed, gummies, yeah. probably, CBD gummies or, or something. Yeah, CBD or something. gummies. He's just advertising getting so. high. <laughs> yeah, Alternative um, lifestyle. He's, he's not saying like any specific brand. He doesn't have I gotta, a choice. I got to say though, uh, he's in, just saying spark him up, man. Instagram ads infinitely better than than x mm -hmm. i'm not trying to be a dick i like x but i go on instagram and it's like they have they have shirts reached, that you would wear it's because it's like pictures you. of me wearing the shirts yeah, being yeah, like yeah. oh you're wearing oh, the shirts dude they get more. me too instagram is pretty good at that you're just you, like a shirt that you were just imagining in your mind do you think it's because they have the shop feature now that they were able to more seriously refine their data yeah if you buy one yeah. thing get they know what you that. like immediately they might this have a deal with amazon like they could have deals like Zuckerberg is a psychology. He's in, did a psychology major in college. I'm pretty sure they're obsessed with tracking you and getting. All oh, yeah, they're tracking you. Like a your lot metrics. of places all over. And, the and it shows in the ads they're successful. Yeah. But like at what cost? Well, oh, Facebook was like in their terms of service. If you opened Facebook on any tab, they could read every other tab you had opened, even in different windows. Yep. Yeah. Which is like Facebook. It starts drizzling out. They're pitching you umbrellas like they're yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. Yo, crazy story is that we went to uh, I went to a Walmart once. It's like five years ago and we are walking down the middle of one of the aisles and they had one of those things set up in the middle of the aisle which with a bunch of tvs and it said special on sale 397 tvs and i was like i didn't think twice i was like oh okay you know maybe we get one of these and then we 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 leave i go home sit down on my computer and there's an ad for that exact photo that happens a lot and i was like on the sidebar and i was like wait what like it wasn't just a photo at a Walmart, it may have been, but it was identical to the, yeah. like, yeah. the aisles were the same. I was like, it may actually be that Walmart has a crew member take a photo. Or they hear your words, that's the other part. Like, I'll just say well, it no. and then I'll see penis reduction pills and I was just talking about <laughs> the, this. The, probably the GPS on the phone. Yeah. And it's possible. Yeah. I don't know if they do this, but imagine it's a very smart thing to do. Walmart says, hey, this morning, team lead, take a picture of your TVs because we're doing a, an ad campaign. They go, okay. And then take a picture, upload it. And then the Walmart team on Facebook has regional advertisements with those photos. So when my phone aligns with the GPS, Facebook serves me the ad for that region at that Walmart exactly. of the photo of the exact TVs what, I was looking at. Diabolical. In marketing, they want to show you the same ad eight times to get you to buy it. There's a number, eight, I think it's eight, could be a different number at this point. And so what they'll do probably is they're tracking what ads are at what stores. And if you go to that store by GPS, then they want to serve you that ad again and get you to buy that thing. Yeah. In city, I mean, you call it insidious. It's really dirty if people don't know this episode is made possible by PwC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real-world action. Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net-zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com what's happening to them bro it's it's crazy how uh, i mean if it, yo you, you guys want to hear something crazy yeah so when we went and got the this, ninth time they showed you that thong <laughs> yeah i just had to buy it i was like i was like i can't stop I wearing I it hit now. the button and it, it's true no uh uh so we went to i went to tijuana I had to get medical treatment because i was having hip problems and so we did this whole thing at the uh, uh cellular performance institute got stem cells and they said one of the things you can't do is you can't do ice ice uh uh, uh what, are, what are they called ice baths or whatever yeah. Ice bath, yeah. is that what it's called you can't no, for three months because it kills the stem cells for three and months no saunas take it easy start exercising slowly and i'm like okay cool no problem how are you gonna f life 
But yo, as soon as the three months were up, guess what Instagram sent me an ad for? An ice bath. Oh, like, no. like exactly at the three month mark? Not exactly like within like, like a week close, of it. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. Account for delivery. I, I've never done this stuff. I've never done an ice bath. I've never done any of that. I skate and all of a sudden I'm getting ads for it. And I'm like, I didn't even Google search this. I bought one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, bu I bought it. It's automatic. They, it chills the water. You, better than you go on yourself. your phone, you press the button. It chills the water and spinning it around. And then once you're done working out, you dive in. Nice. And I ended up buying it. You got an ice bath? It's on its way. Oh, nice. Yes. They got me. <laughs> I don't know how to yes. stand, dude. They got me. Huberman Jr. I don't know, man. Maybe it's, you know what it is? It's probably not as crazy as you think. I follow Joe Rogan. Yeah, for and, sure. Like, you follow probably so many like, And then they're like, people. everybody who follows these guys has heard about this and they're probably going to buy it if we send it to them. It's that simple. And Luke goes nuts. But they he has also, one his house. They're also putting you in upper echelon of money. They're not sending everyone like, here, buy oh, this $5,000 ice bath. That's getting served to very few no, people. It, it can hot tub and ice bath. Ooh. It's got a pump that you, you can like, with an app, set the temperature. You know what it. you're on. You're on the sucker list. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like the, the whale category. Yeah, like, these, the these morons will spend anything. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. They Yo, got me though, dude. They got me. Change our lives. Man. <laughs> that UFO, that's crazy. That was that, that was that levitating UFO right there. Uh, all these knickknacks shit that you bought that just because you got that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. I need help. You did get a bunch dude. of like swords or something, right? There was like a point where swords. I don't remember. Yeah, I remember the point being like, swords I got everywhere. this Instagram ad, and now I have it. You're the grandmother buying the 911 coins. <laughs> Well, I got a bunch of those. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I don't have any of those. I do have a bunch signature of like Trump so, coins. signature Trump coins, and they have like the American flag on the back. <laughs> no, I have the Canadian ones. I like the maple leaves. Really? Oh, the, oh, the actual gold. Yeah. The, the gold, like. One no, ounce. not gold, silver. silver yeah. And I always get the Canadian ones because there's something just awfully cute about a country being like, look at our maple leaf. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's the most inoffensive and, and like. That's how we get you, man. That's how you buy our silver. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, we, it, they were just talking about trying to unload some silver on yeah, suckers. Royal Canadian, but, I, but I, 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 bad I batch of silver they need to unload. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm imagining it's like you know a bunch of gangs are showing up to like the street fight, and one guy's like, I got a falcon. Another guy's like, I have a spear, and then Ken is like, We've got some maple leaves. <laughs> and I'm like, What are you doing? Well, that's we, why I love it. We throw them at you, and then it uh, blinds them, and then what? Well, that's kind of uh, we haven't thought that's of the it. rest out. Yeah, nah, what people it. don't get is that. As soon as the fight starts, they they drop the maple leaf and they're holding maple syrup and they throw it in your eyes. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, yeah. Blinded, yeah. It's this extra it's thick stuff. That's where it all came from. <laughs> maple <laughs> syrup in the Actually, eyes there, bud. Hold on. This is true. There's maple taffy. Do you guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so so there's a bunch of things you do. I went to a maple farm recently, so I learned this. <laughs> nice. If you, if you dry out the maple syrup a lot, you get a paste. You get mm -hmm. like a goo, like a, a taffy, and it's like sticky and... Yeah, it's a big thing. You go to the sugar bush and then they tap the trees or whatever yeah. and they like put it on the snow. Yes, right. Yeah, it's great. Snow. It's a Canadian tradition. All we right. Like, well, let's yeah, yeah, delicacy. Yeah, let's jump to this. Uh, you ever did. <laughs> let's jump to this story. We have a tweet from Patrick Bet David. It's a redemption arc for Chris Cuomo. Patrick Bet David tweets: Chris Cuomo trending for being open to the idea of voting for Trump. People are losing their minds over this, and he is certainly correct. Let's play the clip. It's a. It's about two minutes long. We'll just we'll, we'll play a, a little bit of it. It's if it's Biden Trump. Look for me again. Um. We survived a Trump administration. Uh, would Survivors. we survive another one? Yes. Yes. I don't think there's any greater risk to America with him than with Biden. And for people who are now going to attack me and say, what are you talking about? Trump is like this crazy man. Well, look, you know, as Patrick says, the data is the data. Nobody was trying to kill us when Trump was president in a way that they're not now. If anything, there's more hostility. And you can have reasons for that any way you want. I'm just saying 
existentially, I'm not afraid of a Trump presidency. Um, existentially, I'm not afraid of another Biden presidency because unlike many people in America, I believe that the country is much stronger than any individual leader. Um, we survived the Russia thing. We survived January 6th. We survived having Biden as a gaff machine. We survived uh, Congress uh, going after each other and doing nothing for the rest of us. We survive these things. Are we better for it? No. Uh, should we be doing things differently? Yes. I think it happens. I don't know when. I don't even know why. But, you know, in terms of who I'm going to vote for, I would really have to see where we are at that moment in time. Uh, and So you're open to Trump vote? I am always open. And I'll tell you this. People say, oh, bullshit, you've never voted for a Republican in your life. Wrong. And not only... We get it, we get it. He's trying his redemption arc. At I'm first, afraid. I was afraid. <laughs> he just breaks into <laughs> yeah. the Chris Cuomo cool music. That's the off. official death of the Cuomo sexual tattoo right there. Anybody <laughs> who has one, then they, they watch this and go, Yo. all right, I was on the fence, but I'm getting that thing lasered all off. Those, all those shirts, I'm, I kind of want to buy one now. You like know? LeBron, when he like went to the heat and everybody's burning their Cuomo sexual shirts. <laughs> Cuomo sexual. <laughs> that stinks uh, for me, a Cuomo sexual right like, now. You, you suffered through Andrew, now Chris is forsaking you. Yeah, it was, what is it? Chris, uh, uh, our, our Andrew wants to be governor again or something? Oh my yeah, gosh. I think he maybe wants to be mayor of New York City. You guys, you guys are still in New York, right? Yeah. Is, is it because you have something wrong with you? They all... Yeah. <laughs> no, New York, sure. No, those guys all kind of like, they, get, they, don't, they lose one election and by the end of it, they're just like campaigning to be like a condo board president just any, there's like there's, i need some I need position power. Yeah, I, need I need some power. position the library board yeah what do you guys um, what do you guys think you new think, york new york's one of the sickest cities in the world you're right it is sick it's awful <laughs> so, you think chris cuomo is just trying to he's trying to find his redemption arc he's, he's already been doing that well, no he's, he was he's making not, 10 million dollars a year at cnn i'm sure he's trying to like some sort of paycheck He's, and he's also like podcasting now. He realizes this, you know, his just like whatever the mainstream thinks I think is not going to work anymore. So he's trying to show that he has nuance. No, 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 no. It, it's quite the opposite. He's the whatever the mainstream thinks I will say. When he That's was, what he was. No, no, no. And now that he's going into the podcast space, when he's actually dealing with real people, it's the independent voter base is two to one Trump over, over Biden. So all he's doing is adapting to the environment he's in now. Yeah. He's doing the exact same thing. Well, that's thing what he's I just done. said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No right. one ever challenged him right. at but CNN. It's, but it's, but my, my, my I'm so, saying if he was still at CNN, he wouldn't be saying this. That's right. I agree. I agree. My point was simply the podcast world is the mainstream, and he's simply doing the same thing. He's he's just towing the line for whatever the popular narrative is. There could be I would even say it's, it. it's maybe less so just mainstream, not mainstream. It's like you, if you're going to be doing these three-hour interviews with all different sorts of people, you have to sort of show that you have some nuance, and he wants people to see him as a reasonable guy and listen to his podcast. That's what... That's how I see it. He, people have asked me if I would have him on, and I'm like, yeah, I'd love to. The yeah. first question is, why did you fake being in quarantine? Yeah, that's the, <laughs> when you watch that video, him coming up out of his basement and be like, oh, I never left the house. And then people are like, but we saw him outside. And, and, and his son is watching him lie. And just his son's face is just so uh, geez, uh, so much disrespect. Don't on get his kids started on lying to kids no, no, right now. Yeah, yeah, hey, really? this, guy's, this, guy's, this guy will never come on the show. That you can like, like, listen, listen. Cuomo will never come on the show. I think he will. He will. Well, he for with, sure will. Because the first question is, why did you fake being in well, quarantine? Well, maybe not. After you yeah, now that you said that, he's got tons of time. I'm, I'm, and then I'm absolutely going to say it. And the second question is, do you think your children are worse off for having watched you lie on television that way? No, I think they're better. Well, that's a good question. But I think that his kid might be a big part of the reason why he's 
he's not doing it I get, anymore. I get people saying, oh, Tim, when you insult these people, now they won't come on your show. I'm like, oh, like, okay, too bad. What this dude did was contributing to psychotic authoritarian, author, uh, just government fascistic Nazi garbage. I think people are breaking yeah. out of the empire. Like they're shattering their allegiance to the empire. And by that, I mean like the dark empire of Star Wars and they're coming too. And they're they're definitely willing to be like, yo, maybe this rebellion and, ain't yeah. so I just bad. think and he'd you know go what? back. I think CNN oh, could offer him in a, a second. Right. He's from a political, like huge po political yeah. family. Like he, in his mind, he's like, yeah, you lie because it's for the greater good. That's and he's like in New in York. Mind. That's like where all of his connections are. They're all but probably oh, yeah. still attached to CNN. Like it's not only his like life, religion and social circle. It's how he values himself so he might do this right now but if cnn was like we'll cut you like a, a quarter of the check we gave you he'd be like okay sounds oh, good. i think he would go back and be the weatherman if, they <laughs> gave him that check. Literally. If, if 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 he really did want to come on the show knowing i will ask him all these questions that w i would i would respect that 100 yeah That'd i mean cool. i think if he's going I, I haven't seen the whole patrick Bet david but if he went on there for three hours i can't imagine he was getting patrick Bet david does not do the kid gloves right. treatment so agreed agreed yeah and it's kind of wild to me because I feel like Patrick Bet David actually goes harder than I do. He does. Like yeah. when, when he brought out the boots for Ron DeSantis. <laughs> like, wow, dude. Like Patrick Bet David is awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. amazing. I would never do that. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't know if I have the balls to pull out a pair of boots and be like, put them on, Ron. You know <laughs> what I mean? Take, take your I try says, to be I can't accept gifts. I can't I like, accept gifts. I'm willing to ask the question, but I don't I don't know about actually like put him on. Patrick is literally awesome. like, all right, we're going back to back, shoes off right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's Let's settle competition. This. Let's settle this. Yeah, he's Yo, big. That was awesome. He's real big and muscular. Yeah, and he's, he's got that vibe. Like I'm a soldier. Yeah. He, he was oh, a yeah. soldier. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, great, hardcore. great show, by the way. And, and it, 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 man. Yeah, you've been on his show. Several times. It's amazing. He's a, he's a good dude. And I really respect and appreciate how he, he brings these people on, bringing on Wiener, bringing on Cuomo. That was a great episode of Wiener. Did you guys and see he calls yeah. him out. Wiener break yeah, out? Yeah. 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 That was a while. No time. freebies. No freebies. He, he calls him out. So I respect it. I tend to think like I'm my own worst enemy and that if I do talk crap about people before I even give them a chance that I'm ruining my own pathway, my own career. So I, I err on the side of name. Hey, Maybe Chris is down to jam, man. Let's let's talk about the weird stuff. Let's talk about what life was like at CNN and make a better yeah, career. He'd be an interesting guest to talk about like what was life at CNN because obviously we have a lot of strong opinions about it and the mainstream media generally. But I, I think it would be, you know, it would be unlikely that he would come on again because I think so much of it is tied to I eventually want to end up back in the hive. Yeah. yeah, it is possible though. It's the other way where he actually hated what his job was for the last four years. Where it was great? like, here's what you got to do. He and got paid he so much. Yeah, it's it's like, it is possible that like probably, behind right. closed doors he was going home and he's like, I gotta say this freaking garbage at work. Like he might have not liked that. That would have been cool. And if he could come on and tell us that, I would like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I accept that. Like we 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 talk about Bud Light and how we want to be mad at Bud Light for sponsoring Dylan Mulvaney, but now that they're sponsoring UFC. You know, credit to Sean Strickland who pointed out they're now backing the opinions of all these MMA fighters who are based. Yep. Now it's kind of like, okay, I, th I think we got to give Bud Light a little bit because we don't get the apology we want, but them backing UFC, they're going to be putting money behind the words of all these MMA fighters. Yeah. That's like a big victory. Yeah, I was sort of saying this uh, even before we started, but I'm fairly forgiving person uh for that kind of stuff like i i don't hold the opinion that if someone uh screwed up or said something i don't like or whatever you know that forever you're just like that guy's off limits you got to give him a path to redemption so if we say to bud light no matter what you do we will never buy your product then they're going to say okay well at least we can capture a small market if we go back the other direction towards the left if we say you know what bud light you sponsored UFC, so we're actually going to start buying again. Then they're going to be like, sponsor more of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And that means they're going to put more money into people we do like and opinions we do like. I guess so, you're talking about the actual basis of, uh, you know, voting with your dollars. Exactly. 
So we want these companies to sponsor things we like and stop doing things we don't like. So when Disney makes a whole bunch of weird woke movies and they fail, we don't got to do anything. We just don't have to watch their crap because we don't like it. They they get the message and they put out to their investors like, hey, we're doing something wrong. And then so the with Bud Light, could you does that mean that you would only buy Bud Light at like a UFC event? Because if I assume they separate their grocery <laughs> sales, right? I will buy Bud Light the next time we get a UFC fighter with the Bud Light symbol and he says something and then Bud Light just accepts it. Because what I'm worried about is Sean Strickland will come out at a press conference for like a championship fight or, or whenever he's fighting next. And he's going to say, here are my thoughts on politics, X, Y, Z, ABC. And then Bud Light goes, we do not support these opinions and we reject this. Then I'm going to be like, OK, that's the test. If the guy says it and people go, Bud Light, why are you sponsoring this? And Bud Light ignores it. I'll buy Bud Light. Yeah, it's, I think it's, they will. I think they probably decided that they know this is going to happen. And probably that's the rehabilitation is by saying like, yep. We, we sponsor the UFC. That's we, we don't sponsor the individuals. We're just here for UFC. The fighters can say what they want. I'll be yeah. like, I'll take it. I mean, you hope they would have learned their lesson. Yeah. <laughs> you might call it an A-B test. Get it, Anheuser-Busch. It's I such a lame joke. You you made a good point a while ago, Ian. You said that- <laughs> You lost the confidence. Yeah, as I said it too late, it. Too. You're like, Ian, Ian made, he made a point a while ago that, he, that uh, sometimes you'll work with evil people to do good. And, and he's completely correct. The motivations of the Anheuser-Busch people may be absolutely nefarious. In fact, let's, let's, let's bring it back to Cuomo. Cuomo may be a lying, manipulative piece of garbage who is going on PBD and trying to lie to people to win favor. And you know what? Doesn't mean I trust him. But when he's saying he's open to voting for Trump, and now there's a lot of people who are going to be like, you know what? I'm willing to listen you now. You think he saw Rappaport getting all the press for it? And he's like, I can, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can yeah, feel it. But look, getting some news stories here. Rappaport's he may be an evil guy, but if what he's doing contributes to good, I'm not going to condemn him for doing something that's beneficial. Yeah, that's people have a lot of people have been roped up in this system, this corporate fascist system. And it's understandable. There's a lot of money. You get famous. You can give your kids good, healthy food. They can grow up smart. But, you know, it is nice to see people cracking out of it. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if I trust him, but I think he said something good. So, OK, all right, take it. You know, uh, even if he's just open, open to it. Yeah, this this what we see with like him and Rappaport. Awesome. And I bet you. Sorry. No, you go. Well, I just bet you a guy like him. It's like you break down all this stuff. He's not crazy ideologically. I bet this is just a guy. I think it's good yeah, he, for his like fans to see him say this stuff. Right. Because people who thought he was, you know, the people well, saying good. The diehards are probably. No, he's giving him an out. Upset. Yeah. He's giving him an out. So now these people are going to be like, well, you know, I was listening to Cuomo. He made a really good point. So now I think I kind of get it. It's like as long as there is someone in the mainstream who's who's prominent and well off saying it people will feel safe to be like oh don't look at me i mean chris cuomo is the guy i mean i'm just some dude who listens to the news he's the one who said it they're feeling like it's safe now to come out and say these things yeah so so i'll take it right yeah there's there's a lot of people that have come out in the last two years have been like bring back trump i mean all of yeah. the the palestine stuff turned everyone against oh, biden wild dude they they went to the rockefeller christmas tree lighting and they're chanting burn it down yeah it's like dude you don't take Christmas away from people. Yeah. Like the conservatives went nuts over the war on Christmas. They were angry over happy holidays. You want to send a bunch of people screaming, burn it down to a giant Christmas tree. And it caught on fire <laughs> last year. So it's too soon. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Too soon. Yeah, that's your point. If you want to say a good thing about, about New York though, cause you're saying New York's so crappy, but the good thing is sometimes you'll be on Twitter and you'll be like, Oh, they're like rioting and it's like two blocks away. You can just go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah. It's fun. It's topsy turvy world right now. You're about to see Sean King in a mega hat. Standing <laughs> top of the at the top of climbing the Christmas tree. So well, with the with the Israel Palestine stuff, yeah, it's getting weird. Buddy, I saw Jonathan Greenblatt doing an interview. He was calling people snowflakes. Yeah. <laughs> 
like well, well you've, you've got media matters attacking the anti-defamation league Mm-hmm. Because the ADL was like, oh, Elon's all right, because he's banning from the river to the sea. And then Media Matters is like, Israel is bad. How dare you, ADL? What are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> Media Matters and the Anti-Defamation League are, are, are like at odds with each other right yeah, now. Hell yeah. so wild. Love to see it. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Cancel each other and just both disappear. <laughs> no, Jonathan Greenblatt, he was literally being like, kids are too sensitive right yeah, now. Safe they need their Dude, he was like doing a Bill Maher monologue. <laughs> it was crazy. Let's jump to this story. We got this from Business Insider. Trump, who's railed against Black Lives Matter for years, now says he'd be very honored to have its support. That's actually phrased rather poorly. He actually said, thank you for your support. And so basically, you've got this uh, former BLM, uh, Black Lives Matter leader, who said the Democratic Party is not for us. He says uh, he's for, we we had this guy, Fisher introduced uh, by Fox as a co-founder of Black Lives Matter Rhode Island, said, personally, I love the man. I mean, how could you not like a real man? How could you not relate to someone like that? Trump then wrote on Truth Social, that he had spoken with Fisher, who he called a great guy, says very honored to have his and BLM's support. Uh, Trump said, before claiming to have done more for black people than any other president, Lincoln, <laughs> and off-disputed remark he's regularly made in the last few years. Now we've got, um, let, me, let me see if I have this one. It's from uh, Matt Walsh. Where we go? Uh, here we go. Matt Walsh took the Trump BLM situation, uh, uh, took the Trump BLM situa- situation. In no situation should Trump be thanking a Marxist terrorist organization. If DeSantis thanked BLM, Trump fans would never stop talking about it ever. Says when honest people hear Republican thanking BLM, they should be asking questions about what the person really stands for. Completely disagree. Trump is smart. It was the smart play. Black Lives Matter did not endorse Trump. Trump is trying to make people think they did because he's trying to PR manipulate people. He's sort of saying black guys love me. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's also sort of misleading in general. You know how there's the bunch of the different libertarian parties and then there's a couple of them that are just like super, like say way wilder stuff. Yeah. And then people always kind of, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be like, oh, the libertarian party's out of control, but it'll be like a small part of it. This is the same thing. This is the one BLM chapter saying they like Trump. The other one's posting yeah, it hang one gliders. Guy. But it's yeah, one yeah. guy. It's one. Yeah, they're, posting, one hang, they're posting the gliders. Yeah, like they're, they're very, that's what I mean. They have this, like a million different chapters. Trump, Trump knows the media. This is how he gets it. Because what's going to happen is some suburban wa- wife is going to be sitting with the other wine moms and one's going to go, did you hear Black Lives Matter endorsed Trump? What was that? Like That oh, means yeah. we endorse Trump. Yeah. Well, it's going to open the door for people to be like, I guess Trump's not that bad. Well, they That's- have their shelf with like BLM and like a uh, Trump with his face crossed out <laughs> yeah. and they're just like, huh. Uh-oh. This puts us in a bit of a bind. And to Matt Walsh's point that if DeSantis thanked BLM, he'd get roasted. Maybe, but I don't think by most people. And this shows exactly why DeSantis has been struggling with it, because DeSantis doesn't understand. The DeSantis campaign doesn't get people. Donald Trump thanking BLM, I'm like, wow, Trump's winning. If Ron DeSantis did the same thing, like someone from BLM endorsed Ron DeSantis and he said thank you, I'd be like, very good. Very, very good of him to embrace those who are supporting him. The fact that they they view it that way explains exactly why DeSantis' campaign has been sliding. Yeah, I think there's a part of it is the to break an to make an omelet, you got to break a few eggs. And in this case, Matt Walsh being mad to use the egg. You know what I mean? And uh, DeSantis would be afraid to break any of those eggs. Yeah. Yeah. DeSantis is done, though. DeSantis is not going to uh, Amfest. And so uh, this was something... Jack was talking about this last night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty oh, sure. Man, I wonder that they 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 it was invite- a conversation and it ended. Yeah, they invited him, happening. and then he's like, "I'm not going to come." And it's like you, you're trying to win a primary. Why aren't you coming to this massive event with all of these people? I mean, Tucker Carlson's going to be there. Like, basically, everybody's going to be there. It's an opportunity. If he showed up, we'd all shake his hand and be like, "We we you're the best governor in the country. We love your work." 
Instead, he's like, I'm not going to do it. It's wild. I got to prepare for my debate with a, some guy that's not even running. Yep. Crazy. I got a session with my cobbler. Those things are long. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, apparently, the rumor is he bought inserts. He bought when he's like they're 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 off the off the rack Lucchese boots. <laughs> yes, and so were your inserts off the rack from you know from some other store. Mm. You jammed them in there. But dude, come on, the guy's wearing high heels, man. Yeah, it's crazy. They're sad. The foot Maybe angles. that's why he can't go to Fest because Charlie Kirk is like also a hundred feet tall. And like, so if he stands next to him, it'll look kind of off. If he that's went to Amphest, the craziest you can't theory live though. Like that though, you can't <laughs> just live like that for like, the rest. Tell that to Tom Cruise and Vin Diesel and Mark Wahlberg, man. <laughs> yes, but they're only I guess find a picture of that guy beside Nick Cage so where he's not in the Apple box. <laughs> that's so why I think DeSantis won't come on this show because Tim is fairly tall. I'm five nine. Like. He yeah, but PBD's tall, and he he actually yeah. pulled the boots and slammed them on the desk. You know, like, so done the David he becomes Blaine, the though. president, and he goes, hey, we need like a 15, 16th scale Oval Office. We just need to make it slightly smaller. Well, they smaller. put the panel on the front of the desk in the Oval Office to hide the wheelchair, so it's not the craziest right. thing we've ever done. Oh, that's when they added the panel? Mm-hmm. To hide the wheelchair. <laughs> My, well, but the but because if you look at pictures of Kennedy, there's a, like there's a famous picture of um, his son playing under the desk. You can see it, but then the panel. But that's because that's actually a different desk. The original desk it has that secret compartment with the with the the, the writing in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can track down the the Declaration of Independence or the treasure or whatever. What was the treasure in that movie anyway? I never saw it. Talking about American national treasure. Yeah, yeah national. Oh. Talk uh, about like the greatest movie series of all was, time. Oh, that first one was. You so know what? Good. If we can convince I mean, Ron, three of them or I think two. So. <laughs> if we can convince Ron to go to Amfest and do a skit about the boots, that's. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March thirty first to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting one hundred dollars back and one hundred percent accurate taxes. Only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Really funny. And then he'll just be a rock star. That's it. No, he can't be a rock star. No, bro, bro. That is the way. Listen, that he, might go he, not the way he thinks. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, dude, you guys all saw my boot sketch. And everyone's like, yeah. He can't do it because the boots are real. If are it, you sure, though? Oh, come on, dude. But the Wikipedia says he's anywhere from 5'5 five five to 5'11. I heard he's on <laughs> actual stilts in an interview. <laughs> I don't understand. Let he's me on see another how, how person's <laughs> back. Listen, listen. There's a smaller Ron DeSantis. There's, there's, like there's, there's, there, there's that video of him on stage where you can clearly see his foot. The front of the shoe is bent up. There's no foot in there. Yeah. So come on. Like, there, there are, there are way says, too many news stories breaking down various photos, and they actually even talked to cobblers who are like, oh, yeah, he's, those are lifts, no question. Because he's 5'8 <laughs> like, to 5'11. Oh, what's the cobblers come in? The cobblers have never been interviewed this much in their lives. Dude, he was walking home from the club holding them in his hand. <laughs> but so the point is, if it was not true, he could do a sketch, and it would be hilarious. He'd show yes. up. And then he'd, he'd, he'd choke with the boots on. It wouldn't be a sensitive issue. Well, right. but I guess the, this the fact is the make is, or break moment. It's I'm not assuming a it's not. He, it's, he would be exposing that he's wearing high heels if he does the skit. Okay. Then. He did really sign him up to wear those high heels for the rest of his life. Yeah, you're like, he's going to die in those now. undo those. Be incredible, <laughs> also, though, if he debates Trump and then Trump shows up in his own heels just to further it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you really are small, huh? Well, right. So, you know, the point of the heels is basically to, to make him appear taller against other candidates. Oh, so if Trump wore like four inch lifts, yeah, just, mm -hmm. he'd make him look really short. And he'd be like, I'm wearing the same boots as Ronnie over here, little Ron, they call him. <laughs> We've gotten so much content out of Ron DeSantis' oh, lifts. Yeah, whoever well, put him in those lifts, it was the worst I, movie worst ever made. I could not have imagined this would be one of the major political talking points going into this Oh, year. I could. Come on. Because no one even cares. I, I had no, no idea no, how no, tall no, Ron DeSantis was. The Howard Dean woohoo 
There's a whole bunch of wacky political but moments. But you couldn't have predicted the lifts. I mean, come on. That's oh, no, no, no. So I funny. know. I'm saying the fact that there's a weird moment where some candidate did something goofy. That's yeah. like, that's, like, ah, that's what happens. Like yeah. Mitt Romney and that's the dog not weird or whatever. To me. It's I mean, we talked about Trump's hand size for four years. So. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> they, things do get overanalyzed. That's so weird. They, like his hands, they, they made up that thing about his hands. It's just like, does that work for people who don't like Trump? They did it for Napoleon. They said he was short. They well, that, different measurements. Well, no, that's that's, like, that's because guy. the Imperial Guards are tall. And so people would often compare him in, in, in paintings to tall Imperial Guards. Like, oh, he must have been short. And he wasn't. And now we the just English talk about King it. Charles' hands. Right. Like the English Those are say he was short. Are Those are crazy hands. Those are something going on there. Yeah, I think those are weird Sasha's hands. Mm -hmm. uh, I just, I, I'm get into like, small places on the island. <laughs> someone someone comes to me and they're like, uh, Donald Trump wants to fire a bunch of people. He wants to secure our borders, bring back manufacturing and foreign wars. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then the left goes, Trump? You mean with little hands? And I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't understand. Like, is that an argument? And my, I don't get it. It was to them. That was very it's, clever. Right, I know. Those like plastic little hands that people used to wear. I used to see those on TikTok all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah. Did, did he accidentally make something cool by himself? Trump hands. Does it turn out he has just big hands or normal hands or something? He probably has normal hands and someone took a shot at his hands and then he gets super defensive about stuff. Like he'll, so he goes, I got normal hands totally. Like, and then he makes a whole thing. I don't know. And then the most just, normal. And then probably SNL was like doing a couple sketches about the hands and then, I don't know, just the hands become a thing. I just. Well, no one's talking why? about the hands now with the boots and the, no, no, the equation. Guys, in a few minutes. The debate with DeSantis and Newsom is going to start. And I just, I honestly, I cannot care. You know, I, 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 part of me is like, there's this news thing happening and like, maybe we should check it out. And I'm just like, the pants lifts, but nothing matters. The only None thing that matters, matters is something about the boots. Well, the out. reality yeah. is, oh, you think, <laughs> do you think that they're not going to push uh, Gavin Newsom to become the nominee? They are. I think they are. So that's what this is, is like, take a Grayson look at Newsom. Newsom. Yeah, gruesome Newsom. Yeah, like just like seeing how he pulls against DeSantis. This is maybe, like, like they're both down, they're crouched, they're about the gunshot has gone off, and then they just take off running, and this is it. This is the moment when the run just starts. And this is airing on Fox only? I don't I guess yeah, so. Yeah, because it's um Sean Spicer's show, and then he just agreed to host a Sean debate. Spicer has a show on Fox now? They're trying to appeal I, No Hannity. Right? Oh Hannity. So they're yeah. trying to appeal Newsom to the right wing now. They want the conservatives to see what's going on. Newsom's a good gaslighter, man. That guy's with this. Honestly, you if you uh, if you find yourself listening to Newsom, he can convince people of things, man. He is a good speaker. Yeah. So what's gonna happen? Because Biden doesn't want to. Before step you down. you listen to Newsom for an hour, you're like, maybe California is crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> as yeah. you're as you're walking on the street, stepping, you got human crap all over your legs. Dude, we gotta watch it because the way that California no. and Florida handled COVID is so nah. diametrically opposed. Who even nah. cares about that anymore? Though? I know. Like, I'm just I'm I nod. Nah, look, there's like we all know three's about to break. But dude, the, it's, cares about COVID. It's, the reality it's, is no, it's it's like. It's like two guys are going to debate whether or not you should mow your lawn. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know. I, I I'll tell you why we that. should watch it because our, our consciousness is affecting reality in real time. It's like when you watch a basketball game, your perception is altering those players and we can alter that debate. I don't think so, <laughs> nah. I don't think so Ian. Oh, you I, can. I watched the Cavs come back from a 3-1 deficit and win the championship. And you watched the There's videos on, on YouTube of me, of me willing it. It's okay. real. Yeah, I, I, I don't like, you think there was someone else willing the Golden State? To not win? as powerful as me, apparently. I was willing LeBron, like he's from my hometown, Akron. Oh, you're from Akron? Yeah, oh, okay. Chicago Falls. And uh, there, I, I, I shouted his name in a video, and it echoed through the room in this wild way. Well, that proves it. Okay. There's some deep yeah. manifestation going on, and then they just picked it up. I yeah. just, I bet there was some guy who had like, uh, you know, 20 G's on the Cavs who was manifesting it way more than you were. Yeah. But um, listen, the only one who, manifest. the only, the only one who benefits from this debate is Newsom. I don't care to to benefit Newsom. They're trying to sw swap him in 
They want to replace Biden with Newsom. So Newsom should not get any any uh, uh, credits in what, any way. What happens if he's irrelevant? He doesn't matter. And I don't care what, what happens he has to if, say. if Biden won't step down. Do the, does the DNC just like go behind Biden's back at the last minute and yes. say it's Newsom? Yep. Yeah. It's too late for Newsom to get on any primaries or several of the primaries, which means he can't win unless the DNC just hereby decrees. And they can. They can say, no, nah, we're making this in the nominee regardless. There's no primary process. Have a nice day. So what we don't want. This debate with with DeSantis, this, this is this is why I think DeSantis, are they literally allowed to force him out? It, it's a private organization; they can do whatever they want. The DNC gets to pick their the candidate. The DNC is private. It's they, insane. Yeah, they, they choose, but it's it's not insane. It's That's like weird. Even as an incumbent, though, I mean, yes. So so, ask me this question: Can Tim Cast fire whoever? Can I fire whoever I want? Yeah. Yes. Can you fire someone right now? Yes. Can, but like, will you? No. Like, can you please fire someone Stop right talking. now? Stop talking. My point is, to be here. They can be go to the, the DNC, a private organization, and be like, can you nominate whoever you want? Well, of course. We don't, your votes don't matter. Yeah. But they the RNC can't. Correct? No, they, yeah, the RNC is a private organization, too. I thought for some reason in like 2016, the, 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 the Bernie was the favorite, but the DNC was like, yeah, but we're making Hillary the nominee. But the, for whatever reason, the Republicans couldn't do that to Trump. It's because they're trying to have some semblance of you're involved. Because if they if they just outright say no to the people, then everyone knows that there's no real elections. So actually, the Democrats wanted Trump to be the nominee. The Republicans were like, ah, I think we're going to lose this one anyway. So what can we do? And then Trump won. Um, but about- now look at what they're trying to do. They're like the entire establishment is trying to get Trump out. The fact that they went behind Trump- Biden, get Biden out. Or- no, Trump. They're trying to get Trump out. That's why DeSantis is debating Newsom. It's giving legitimacy to Newsom. It is absolutely the stupidest thing in the world that these guys would be debating. Even all the corporate press, they're like, it's a very unusual event to happen. It's not working, whatever they're trying to do. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's very bizarre. I can't mm. tell from the chat well, if anyone well, even cares. Let me let me say this. My, my conspiracy theory, and, and, and Jack was saying something similar, a Trump-DeSantis ticket would, would have been unbeatable. Yep. Until DeSantis decided to lead the great American comeback and put on and high I heels. won't let you down. Put on high heels, sent his surrogates to attack all of the moderate base and Trump supporters sabotaging whatever career DeSantis could have had. And now Trump's going for Ben it Carson. It kind of was a guy that doesn't, doesn't understand the internet that much, trying to run like a crazy internet smear campaign, campaign. Or it was a guy who knew it really well and said, we're going to sink DeSantis and make sure he can never win again. Oh, you're saying it's the other way around where this was a smear job on him. Well, Ron DeSantis was in 2022. He was leading Trump two to one. All of a sudden now DeSantis is an afterthought who's mocked and, and a guy who was known for wearing high heels. How do you go from being the best governor in America, who is the the front runner for the GOP, to all of a sudden being laughed at and I mocked? I think some of it's the culture changed in a way that didn't favor his sensibilities, which is just kind of looking at Twitter for what people want to want to hear as opposed to having like a vision for what's next. Perhaps. But he could have not engaged in like his surrogates could have perhaps not attacked people on Twitter. Like he could have fired them the moment they did. But that's that's the part where I'm saying this is a guy that doesn't understand internet culture enough. That's fair, fair point. Yeah. No, no matter how many times he has, you, know, you have the advisors. I mean, you have the advisors being like, "No, trust me, this is what we do," and he's like, "Okay." Yeah, there's something very like American, like almost like Rocky esque about Trump kind of having his next shot. Like he's got this rubber match right now to kind of yeah, you know, last chance to basically be president. There's again like and- a way of like don't get it wrong or the, versus get it right. And Trump's a get it right kind of guy. Whereas DeSantis is being concerned about getting it wrong, it seems like. It feels like he's like, doesn't want to make a mistake. Whereas Trump's like, I'm just going to do the like right thing. like old school politics almost. Yeah. Yeah. Let's craft a narrative. But I the think, internet's so Yeah, and I think people thought for a minute to go, ah, it's nice and peaceful that like Trump's gone. He's not like 
taking up all this bandwidth. And then I think people were like, nah, we kind of missed that. Actually, <laughs> to, to, I want to clarify. Hard, it's hard to go some, back. Someone yeah. super chatted when, when Ian said the, D, the Democrats can just choose and Republicans can't. What that refers to is a technicality. Democrats have superdelegates who are appointed and can just vote and Republicans don't. But ultimately, these are private organizations that choose how they run and who vote, who runs and how they do it. And they could just do whatever, whatever. But they once want. they choose and everything's in order, the Democrats at the very last second, they, they, all you can elect with the Democrats is not your candidate. You elect super delegates to go pick the candidate for you. No, which no, can no, be no, anybody. no, 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 no. Are you like delegates? Super. super de okay. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Delegates elect the super. De no, 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 no. Go for it. There's delegates and super delegates. When you vote, you're electing delegates. Super delegates are people like Hillary Clinton who just get to vote. You're, they, they represent no one but themselves. And can they override the yes. delegates? That is so Well, they don't up. override. They vote for what they want. So if you vote in your Democrat-run thing, your delegate goes and says, I'm going to vote for Bernie. And then Hillary walks out and goes, nah, I vote for me. And it's like, okay, well, there you go. Your vote's been nullified. Do the superdelegates outnumber the regular delegates? I don't think so. But, it, but uh, I'm not entirely sure. But it doesn't really matter. Because... There's enough superdelegates to overturn what the, the popular vote in the it DNC is so would have been. messed up. But right. the RNC doesn't have superdelegates. It's or the it's so crazy that the DNC has superdelegates that have like ultimate authority of choosing the yeah, candidate. Yeah, but but it's because they're so communists. Yeah, it feels like that. <laughs> it's so messed up. Like, come on, God, wait. If you're a Democrat in the Democratic Party, you got to get rid of the superdelegates. Well, the fact that probably the set up so that you just can't. The fact that they're private entities that can basically do whatever they want is bad enough. People don't realize you don't have public elections. Yeah, I need to get rid of those. Afuera! Afuera! <laughs> yeah, Where's he coming on the show? I know, right? Let's get him down. Ah, yeah. That guy's great. Yeah. Does he speak English well? I don't know. We'll have to learn Spanish Not for yet. him. Not yet. Yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll be learning it on the fast track the next two years, York, though. So. Was he really? Cool. Yeah. Oh, man. That guy's great. This is his first trip he made. All, all you need to do is send me one video of him saying afuera and ripping out government <laughs> institutions. And I'm like, I don't know anything about this guy. But he's awesome. That's Javier Millet, the president of yeah. Argentina. President-elect, is he officially in now or is he still the elect president-elect? He's Probably. still president-elect. I think yeah. we haven't had the inauguration yet. I'm so I think excited. So. That things like that, things like that guy inside of Disney, man. What's the Department that? of Women, off way it up. <laughs> he, it, that gives me hope that things actually like the simulation is sorting itself out. That people like that get into power. Department of Adam Sandler movies. Okay, we'll leave that one up. <laughs> <laughs> Department of Diversity. <laughs> off way it up. Nothing wrong he with the he, he, he's, he's like, afuera, and then he slaps one up, and it's like Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> he's getting two bureaucratic organizations. Adam Sandler is just, what, what do you say? He has like 10 Netflix movies or every year or some ridiculous thing? Oh, buddy, he's making films. You, well, yeah. He and just did one of his kids too, right? Like now he's with the whole yeah, family. Smash hit, Some yeah. bar mitzvah movie or something. Under the radar, you never see it. You just go, he'll be like, hey, what were the 10 biggest movies? And you're like, what's that? And you go, Sandler film. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing about the 10 biggest movies. When we would talk about the 10 biggest movies 20 years ago, it's like, oh, of course. You know, like, oh, Lord of the Rings came out. Everybody knows that was big. Oh, Harry Potter. Now it's like, what are the 10 biggest movies? And you're Jack like, and Jill 9. You're like, Jack and Jill 9. And it's like, how many how many people watched it? 100,000. No, no, no. Yeah. It's more like... Uh, well, it's more, but you don't know. 100 because million. They, well, well, 100 million? No, I don't know. They started figuring out streaming numbers. Well, no, Netflix still is that's no a way, total black million. box. The, yeah. the, the thing is... Can we get a fact check on how many people watch Sandler movies? Yeah. They might... I Do think, you really I think, think Netflix that 20 million people watch Big Bang Theory? Yeah, uh, Big Bang Theory. So, so the the numbers Big Bang Theory had back Some, when it was on was like twenty million on CBS. I don't so I'm it. one. I don't buy it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm, uh, yeah. I mean, if eighty, how many people voted for Joe Biden? How many people voted for Joe Biden? Eighty-four million or something. So here's here's the thing. That's yeah, twenty simple. million people watch Big Bang Theory. I think. Right, Joe. Uh, fair, but yeah. uh, Joe. But here's the issue with Joe Biden. Joe Biden did not get eighty-five million votes. Yeah, eighty-five million people voted against Donald Trump. Sure. 25% of that may, maybe were like, oh, I think Joe Biden's good. For some reason, it probably exists. 
But really, it's like people just saying, I don't like Trump. The enthusiasm for Biden was like 25%, but the enthusiasm, enthusiasm against Trump was like 96%. I've okay, voted for as him seven or eight times. December 2023, December 1st, Adam, uh, 2023, Adam Sandler's movies have grossed an estimated two. Point four billion dollars at the global box office. No, no, no. But is that what's all? the opposite of a wait, 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 wait. Is, is that of all time? I think yeah. so. I mean, everybody his, knows his, his Happy movies Gilmore. don't make any box office money anymore because yeah. I don't think the his highest grossing movie of all time is Hotel Transylvania with a worldwide gross of one point three seven billion. What? Yes, what? but that's he that, made a move. He made a deal at Netflix but, to make eighty five movies. Yeah, yeah but, 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 four years. But is yeah. Hotel Transylvania an Adam Sandler movie or is it a movie he stars in? I think he's EP on it. Probably like yeah. is he really? Probably like Happy yeah. Madison. But that's like a, that's an animated kids film. Yeah, yeah, it is. So of course it's making a lot of money. Look, it's look, just look. kind of They're funny. I wouldn't like think here's, about here's this. The point. Like that he's constantly making oh, this. No, 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 no. Stop. Like Adam Sandler is fantastic. There's no question. I'm just saying. I'm not even I'm saying that. I'm just saying he's like Loki in the shadows doing insane numbers. But this is my point. When in today's day and age, when we're talking about the biggest shows, the numbers are just that's correct. Shattered. Yeah. It's yeah. it's yeah, yeah, especially you know. the ones that win all the awards. Like you know, you'll be like, oh, this was like a big. Uh, a critics pick and it was like 150,000 viewers. Yeah. Right. So when That's correct, when yeah. he makes a movie for Netflix and it's like the top 10 movies on Netflix like yeah, but what did it get? Like 300,000? Yeah, they People just watch Netflix it? though. Are they pushing they it to do. the top? Like does what Netflix like, have a contract with them where they're like you're going to make nine movies and we're going to put them all on the front page? He has literally every single yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the CEO of Netflix's kid hostage in his basement and he says I'm No, he doesn't. he doesn't. That's the thing. It's like they actually do on Netflix, on the platform, Netflix is like, this is, we give him, I think it's, I think he gets 20 million a movie or something like 50, whatever he gets 20 million, uh, like after production costs, but like they do huge numbers on Netflix where they go, this is like a no break. Cause that's like a, a, a cost that they're paying him, that they're not actually paying him. Fe featuring his movie is like, that's, no, no, they that's produce, marketing. No, they're, those are Netflix exclusive movies. They're not anywhere else. Those are like the movies that they make in house. They signed a deal with him. Just like Netflix has all the Dave Chappelle specials. And but, they film them around his vacation schedule. Yeah. It's like for him to go hang out with the boys and then they bring a he brings the all boys right. down to a new beach right. and does a yeah. beach movie yeah. let me ask him questions all right how many of you have seen extraction 2 never even heard of it i only watched the first one nobody okay no, I, I, I have, how many of you have seen pain hustlers yeah i saw pain hustlers you did you really I think so. <laughs> you just saw it? I saw you it this uh, week on my parents. No, for, no i didn't no. see pain okay so no no no, no for, for, for that's one i've heard of it how many of you have seen the deepest breath no i literally haven't heard of one of okay these so okay far. nobody how about the mother Nobody? Okay, let's move on. No. How about Nowhere? Nope. All right. A Man Called Otto. I've heard of that. That's... Uh, Nyad. No. Okay. Uh, race, the sum race to the Summit. No. Nobody? Okay. Plane. Okay. How, how about Jawan? <laughs> I know Jawan a man. Okay. Uh, so those are those are, those are are the top 10 films based on... Uh, 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 Unilad says these are the top 10 films of the of the year or whatever. Oh gosh. 23. Best, but this is best, not the most. According good. to viewers. According to viewers. So uh, what, ratings, what is, though? Streaming next movie fans can still get access to some of the best releases. Uh, yada, yada. Uh, Facebook group rated these. My, oh, okay. my, my point is, I know, it's oh, really... It's, I can't, can't fail with a Facebook group. But the group. thing is, Netflix does not divulge these numbers. Like, specifically. Right, right, right. So, so. so often, you'll see on the, on the top of Netflix, it'll be like number six, and it'll be like top. My point is, there's a Facebook fan group. Maybe it's not the, the, the best metric. We, we can check others. We didn't even hear Mothers it. against no, Adam nobody Sandler. Even, it's not a it's yeah. Nobody a even sample. knows these movies. No, no, no. None of them. I mean, the biggest show on Netflix, I'm pretty sure, is, is Suits. Like, because for whatever reason, they just started throwing up Suits on the front page of a show that hasn't been on for a long time. And then they were like, yeah, it's done like, you know, 4,000 
billion like minutes of watch time or whatever and it just suddenly became the biggest show. They're like show buying successful IP, right? And they're like, I oh, think they like maybe it. they have the license for it and then they're just cranking it and then people watch. I mean, the- so people watch it. They do they're just like YouTube, like they yeah. want to keep okay, okay. on the platform. Let's like. try this. I'll tell you if any if any of those films are getting huge numbers, then my Rumble numbers are real. <laughs> Statista says most popular English language Netflix movies of all time as of October 2023. Red Notice. Heard of it, haven't seen it. This makes more sense. Don't look up. Yeah. Saw it. Adam Project saw it. Bird That's Box, a Sandler movie saw right it. there, the Adam Project. The Gray Man did not see it. We Can Be Heroes, no. The Mother, no. Glass Onion, saw it. But I saw that in theaters. Extraction, Extraction 2, I did not see it. So, where's, uh, where's Hubie this, Halloween? Th- no, but this, this, this one actually makes a bit more sense. So have you guys seen any of these movies? I think I might have seen one of the extractions. I'd have to see the cover. Is it Liam Neeson? <laughs> but they're claiming here, too, that like Don't Look Up got 171 million views. I don't believe that. That's, That's the numbers that I was kind of talking about more right. in that, more in line with that. I guess it's possible though. How many subscribers? I mean, no, how many subscribers? Don't I guess what they have like, you. like how many real- subscribers do they have? They have worldwide. I want to say they have five hundred million. I've seen some charts. They were saying the top movies were 250, 300 mil ish. Yeah, yeah. They, they have 247 million paid subscribers worldwide. And if if they so, put it on so, the front yeah, page, there's no way time. like You're almost saying- every Netflix subscriber <laughs> watched that movie. No, right. I didn't watch it. Red Notice. How long do you have to watch it for it to That's be a what view? Saying, what's like a view? Six yeah. seconds, and then you cancel off, and they're like, hey, "Don't forget, there's nine people on each Netflix account." That's true. <laughs> so I'll, I'll let you guys. I'll, I'll tell you guys this too. For those that don't know, I think you guys probably do. You mentioned your Rumble views being real or whatever that point is. So companies love to make their numbers look bigger in any way possible. So what they'll do is they'll repost the same thing 12 times on every platform. And then basically people who scroll the feed hit it and they can turn one viewer into 10. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Autoplay. Uh, uh, Twitter with the impressions, obviously. Is like one, of my, one of my favorite things ever. I agree with you that you've got to take all these numbers with a huge grain of salt. Yeah. 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 One of my favorite things ever was, uh, I, was in a, I was in a meeting with a media CEO and he was talking to a journalist and he's talking about the success of their company. He's got the YouTube pulled up on the TV and he says, listen, we've got 10 million subscribers and on the screen, it says three. And the journalist <laughs> is like, wow. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> but so here's the trick. You, you create a, a channel, get a bunch of subscribers. Then you create 10, you, you create a new channel and tell everyone to subscribe. Then you get 100,000. Then you create a new channel. Everyone subscribe, 100,000. You, you keep doing that and you're turning one subscriber into 10. And then you can go and say, we have 10 million subscribers. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that is a clever move that they all do. They're not unique, though. That's Unique views yeah, is that, very different. No, thing. Nobody asks. It's like mm-hmm. fractional reserve banking, but like for views. That's right. Fractional reserve it. viewing. I yeah, fractional reserve viewing. I don't know. Let's, uh, we, got, we, have, we have this big news. Kind of been uh, uh, saving it for the end, but let's talk about this. Texas AG Paxton is suing Pfizer for attempted censorship and misrepresenting COVID-19 vaccination. You know, this is wild. Of course, we always start these videos by saying, don't take medical advice from strangers and make sure you talk to a doctor about what's right for you. But according to Attorney General Ken Paxton, Pfizer misrepresented the efficacy of of the vaccines. The lawsuit alleges that Pfizer gave the impression its vaccine would end the COVID-19 pandemic and that the company's claims of its shot being 95 percent effective were misleading. More than 366 million doses of Pfizer's original coronavirus vaccine were administered, et cetera, et cetera. We get all that. He says the facts are clear. Pfizer did not tell the truth about their COVID-19 vaccines, whereas the Biden administration weaponized the pandemic to force illegal public health decrees on the public and enrich pharmaceutical companies. I will use every tool I have to protect our citizens who are misled and harmed by Pfizer's action. Yeah, this is wild. That's cool. I think I heard Dr. Drew and Kelly Victory talking about that on Drew's show. 
Well, their show. They have a show together on YouTube. I think this is. They've been talking about this like before. Like they knew this. This was coming. I don't know if they've mentioned Texas or any of that. And I don't want to misrepresent, but I feel like I've heard this coming down the pipe. And there's more data that'll be coming down the pipe about these things from the well, scientists I've been listening to. Here's the crazy thing, right? So we also got this other information that came out earlier this morning that YouTube was colluding with the government to censor COVID-19 uh, misinformation, they called it. The only problem is you have actual board certified doctors on YouTube who are getting censored and banned for giving their medical opinions. I believe YouTube should be held uh, uh, should be held civilly liable to anybody who was adversely affected by the medical advice YouTube gave. I believe it is fair to say that when YouTube announced their editorial guidelines on what was true medical information, they effectively gave that that medical advice to individuals. So here, I'll give you an example. You were allowed on YouTube to advocate that people go into parking lots and get injected by strangers. You are not allowed to tell people not to do that. Yeah. If you if you said, I don't think it's right, safe, right, you shouldn't right. do it, you got banned. Because they were not bonkers. allowing the opposite opinion of it, you're saying. Yep. So YouTube was making sure that the only thing people could hear was, go and do this thing. And anybody who challenged it... I mean, I'd love that to happen. Suspended. Yeah. So anybody... Not, not, not every medication is for everybody. You might go to your doctor and they're going to be like, they ask you this all the time. Do you have any uh, medicine allergies? Let's say someone might have. And all these YouTubers are like, what's the problem? Go and do it. Go and do it. Go and do it. Medical advice that YouTube said to give. And then someone goes to this, go to a 7-Eleven parking lot. Turns out they were allergic and got sick. YouTube should be responsible. For yeah. That. Have you seen the test that YouTube, I got a, I got a uh, strike or a warning on my channel. For what? Uh for alex stein actually coming on my show and then uh he was making a joke about the uh vaccine being safe and effective but this was like two years ago and then he was being sarcastic but right. saying the right words and then they gave me a warning but then now they have a thing where they're like you log in sometimes and so i logged in and they go you can take this test to get yes. rid of yep. your warning and it had all these questions and they're all covid related and some like of them what? are so confused oh man i'll have to pull it up uh you guys talk i'll try and find it but some of them were literally so confusing where i'm like i don't even really like some of these like a nurse she took covid and it said it, yeah. it made her like uh barren or something and then like is this allowed <laughs> and i'm like i think not but then it, like, it was but it is because she's like yeah. a nurse and it's her own no, no, no. They said a personal anecdote is fine, but widespread theories are not. And it's like, how is the average person supposed to know any of this? It's stuff? really confusing tests, like to take. Like I, right. I was like answering. I'm like, I don't. know. Do you think know. they give it to you to deter you from talking about it? You just no, no. It's, it's so weird. They're just like, we'll take the do the test. It's seven questions, and if you pass the test, then or if you take the test or whatever, then in three months, if you don't get another strike, we'll remove your warning. Very Do you have boring. to get 100% on the test? I don't know. Uh, I think I did. Nice work. Thank you. Yeah, I cheated. <laughs> um, no, I, I, don't, I don't know if you have to. I think it might be like, even if you take it, then they show you what the right answer is. I think you just keep going. That's crazy. So anecdotal statements about doing something was okay, but widespread saying... Like, yeah, yeah if you said like, this thing does this thing to people, that's a no-no. But if you said, I did this thing and this happened to me, they said that was fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's it, it was it's nonsense. I it's feel like, like it's first designed to make people be like, I, I don't want to lose. I don't want to get any strikes. Like, I'll just stay away from this topic entirely. So they're saying, oh, no, no, we are allowed to say whatever you want. We just make it so you live in fear and avoid. OK, it. here's here's the this is question six or seven for me. OK, Jing is a nurse who makes educational health content. In her latest video, she shares that since getting the COVID-19 vaccine last year, 
She has had three miscarriages. She says that the COVID-19 vaccine made her infertile. And it says, select the correct answers. This video doesn't violate the policy because she's a medical professional. This video doesn't violate the policy because Jing is allowed to share her personal experience. And this, and the third one is this video doesn't violate the policy because Jing is not spreading medical misinformation. So it would be the second one, according to Tim. And they just want to make sure- I think that's what the answer was. They want to make yeah, sure you read the terms. But I remember thinking, I'm like, I'm not sure because the previous questions- were kind of the same, but they were like, no, you can't say this. It does violate these well, things. Well, you need a name like Jing to be able to get away with it, it sounds like. <laughs> and she's a nurse, Jing the nurse, so. Oh, wow. So it's like a multiple choice test, and they're like, did you read the terms? Do you understand But they don't the ask terms? you to read anything in advance of this. They're not like, hey, read this thing and take the test. They're just like, take this test. Huh. And we'll take away your warning. In three this months. is like, uh, we've got, a, this has been, I'm glad it's been documented by humanity because this is the first time in medical history that the, the widespread uh, first of all, global, what you would, they call it a pandemic and mass media with the individual being able to say whatever you want to a crowd of a million people collided. Uh, that's a funny word, collide. Um, so how are we going to handle it next time? What are we supposed to do? What and do it's guys- interesting because there were all these Nothing. moments where we would say like the myocarditis that like suddenly was detected, especially among young men. And you would see it happening in different European countries being like, well, we think we're going to maybe limit this vaccine. They would start dialing back down and the states would be like, no, that's not real. Like that's a flu. It's a whatever. And then it became more and more pronounced that this was something that was happening yeah. internationally. Um, and like actual doctors, like, the you know, Dr. J, he's like works at Stanford and he's straight up like, yeah, that's like we should. And they're like. You're off. That, that's I, what doesn't saying, make sense. You're, we we, like, we should do not, nothing. He's an expert. I'm not. I'm, I'm not some staunch conservative. I think Republicans should come out and sit at a big table in a press conference and all just kind of look at each other and be like, "We we heard that uh, liberals wanted to abort their their kids. We're for this. Yeah, we're all we're all for that. Uh, Democrats, please abort your children and thank you. And they get up and walk out. Like, make the point. Blue states. My my point is, if people want to do these things. You have a choice to determine for yourself. The problem is the government authoritarianism. Yeah, that's the big problem is that the, the government problem. was most likely involved in telling these companies what to censor. Well, and the government Absolutely. was colluding with YouTube. So the problem is always government mandates, authoritarianism and censorship. When it comes to what should the people do, well, the people as individuals should decide, but we should restrict. We should vote for people who are not going to allow the government to do these things, to weed them out. That's what matters. And have like systems where Fire if them. that does happen, you know it's happening. I mean, for sure, YouTube got their direction about this stuff. I mean, it's, you, it's a fact. The emails were released. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I mean, yeah. even still, YouTube has a policy where they still have COVID stuff. They say you can't say on YouTube that the vaccine makes you magnetic. That will <laughs> that's, that's, that is a current <laughs> strikeable offense. Can I just oh. say like, and it doesn't. But you're it does but not no, but, make but, you but magnetic. I just, I just kind of say like, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. the stupidest, most insane, insane thing ever. Like you'd think like, you'd be like, yeah, the vaccine doesn't turn you into a pig. And they would say, hey, you can't say that. You're like, we know it doesn't though. And you go, yeah. But, but did you, you see all those videos where people would stick magnets to their arms? Okay. And then they were like, what's happening? I have a magnet on my arm. I was like, dude, it's called oil on your skin. It's That's it. But like, what's the harm in that? Like, what are, what are they so worried about that this is going to spiral like, out of control? Listen, listen, I, th- I, think I think you need to understand, right? The people who watch a show like this and you guys, you, you, you guys have you guys have inner monologues, right? Like when you think there are words and you and you think to yourself, because there are people who I don't. say everything I think I don't have that. No, <laughs> there, there are some people who don't have inner monologues. Two They're, guys in my head fighting. <laughs> and that's better. You have two. You have, you have bare a, knuckle boxing. You have, a you have the censorship guys yeah. in a full Nelson my, right my, now. My point is <laughs> the way YouTube views things is you guys guy. might be smart enough to realize you're not going to become magnetic. 
but there are a lot of people who are not that smart and they're going to believe it. Yeah. Now, my view is the decentralized view of let people believe what they want to believe. You should not be the authoritarian top down government says so because the government gets things wrong. And then what happens when that guy, listen, this is the problem. The people who thought you would be turned magnetic get into government. And then they tell YouTube to censor people who believe the truth. That's why we don't oh, want this. I can't vote, but I would vote for magnet guy for president. 1,000%. <laughs> All these superheroes. I think Pfizer just needs to uh, get Anheuser-Busch's marketing girl and starts presenting these things that like we know are adverse effects and causes. <laughs> like, girls, great new form of birth control. You won't get pregnant if you get the Pfizer vaccine. And they would do it. Double there are all dollar. kinds of women. Oh, I mean, obviously, I don't advocate this for myself. Everyone should have a family. But... You know, I, I think that there is a way they could spin this that's like super dark, but actually fits current narratives. That was like, this is a great idea. You want these things to happen. I bet this is a debate that goes on deeply in the government, at the head of the government, at the head of YouTube, social networks is like, how stupid are people? How manipulatable are they? Because, Should we ban yeah, they insane do think clown There posse. is like an element where they go like, you know, people are, are <laughs> a danger to themselves. Mm -hmm. Like a cohort of the population, probably like a large segment of it is a danger to themselves and we need to protect people from themselves. But then it just, again, like, you know, there's adverse effects from the stuff that they made you do. We so were, we were talking before the show that like, how many people does it take to create a movement? And it's like one, one guy can tell a bunch of people to do something. And then they all start telling people to do the thing. Yeah. It's like with your thing with Santa Claus, big time Santa yeah. Claus, by the way, to have a conversation with your children. I'm, I'm not going to say it out loud. Cause there's a lot of people listening. Question everything. <laughs> I walked in and Ian was Skyping with two kids. They were crying. Yeah. And he was like, it's either you know now or never. Dana want, Danny wants me to be a Santa Claus Someone's at a mall. Tell yeah, I told you, you, you get a job Did as a mall know? Santa. And then the kid sitting in your life goes, what do you want for Santa? He goes, I'm not real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Santa Claus thing freaks me out. It's, it's not that so much about Santa. Scam. It's about lying to children. <laughs> Come on. You no, can't, no. See what happens. You guys is, at YouTube, you can't let people tell people that Santa Claus is real. That's misinformation. That Ian, is misinformation. Ian's going to be a mall right. Santa. The kid's going to sit in his lap and he's going to go, I'm not really Santa. My name's Ian Crossland. And then the kid's going to go home and put up like Ian Crossland pictures. And he's gonna, Mom, Santa's when's, real name is Ian. When's Ian coming down the chimney? Yeah. When's Ian coming? He smelled funny. There's a man coming down this chimney, takes it off. This was just a test. I'm not real. And you failed, kids. It's kind of wild for me, though, because I had older siblings, so I never thought Santa was real. Yeah, lucky I got humiliated at school because when I was like eleven, I still thought he was. Oh, real. so now we know what, yeah. you, what yeah. this is all about. And then, but then you know what happened? The truth comes out. I went to my mom and I was like, "Okay, so you lied to me about Santa, so you probably lied about God too." So I thought that God was a lie for like twenty-five years mm. after that. Terrible uh, memories of first year of high school. It was deep, dude. Showing Mike up to gym class, you guys yeah. pumped. Mike Rob was like, "You idiot!" My, my mom puts an orange in my stocking, and all the kids laughed in the gym locker room in fifth grade. I was and like, then oh. finally, after he figured out Santa Claus. Really, he's like, at least we still have the tooth fairy, yeah, right, boys? Uh, did, you, did you like have one of those families, like no TV kind of thing? I was the oldest. No, I was the oldest, so they didn't know when to tell me. They were just letting it ride until did I they, found like, out. Stuff to like encourage it. Like, did they like? I know some families like to put like boot prints in the snow or whatever. Yeah, they would have cookies half eaten at night, and I was like, yes, he is real, you guys. And all the kids were laughing, and like Mike Rob definitely won that one. What's happening, Mike? Well, anyways, we know well, the motivation. That man that kept coming into my room. <laughs> All that, all that stuff. The down the chimney. How the hell we don't even have a chimney? I Didn't love matter. That Eleven. I've heard this a lot before. I heard this a lot before, though, from uh, older kids in the family that they were made fun of for thinking Santa was real. But for, so my my sister is five years older than me. As soon as I was like a conscious entity of some sort, she's just like, "There's no Santa." Yeah. And I'm just like, "Oh." 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that means anyway. Face I mean, the, the presents are still coming, so just keep your mouth Exactly, and, and I would have been thankful to my parents if I'd known they were the ones buying it See, the whole time. My All of my younger siblings eventually confronted someone in our family with, because they're much younger than me, confronted us with some sort of evidence. Like, oh, it's interesting that he wouldn't fit down our chimney, or they'd be like, that wrapping paper looks familiar to me, or like, <laughs> whatever it was. Like, I think at some point, kids naturally question this. Like, it's one Not thing. Not Ian. No. I gotta read the super chat. Adam Smith said that uh, kids have their entire adult lives to be miserable. Let children believe in magic and enjoy childhood. You know what? I, I, no, no, no. Hold Quantum on. Physics. No, let me let me let me answer this because this one actually is completely the inverse of my worldview. Children should have jobs. I'm not saying. <laughs> You like that one, huh? <laughs> no, Let the man cook. Especially if they're I'm in not China. Yeah. They don't have to work in Someone's mines. Someone's got to make these Nikes. <laughs> they don't got to work in factories. They can deliver papers. They can shovel snow. They can mow lawns. The, the reason they're miserable as adults is because the world they were given as children was ripped away from them once they got older. Give them the world of reality as children so when they grow up, they're not miserable because they're like, this is the world. What yeah, do you mean? Why would I be unhappy? And kids to the magic of quantum physics. You want to talk about <laughs> wild reality, man. Think of like the vibrating the cool essence of the Higgs crack. field. Yeah, dude. Coulomb field. Like you want you want to make kids think about wild and crazy ideas. Give them science. That's the See, nuttiest thing. I think thing. it's fine to do this. I just think it depends on how you present it. Like having folklore is fine. It can be cultural. Like you going out of your way to trick your children. Like I I don't like the elf on the shelf guy where they're like he comes out and he like rips apart your kitchen and then we clean it up and we think it's funny is that what is that real that's elf on the shelf like this is thing and like at night he pulls pranks but then it's like he just does these like messy disasters pranks like that seems awful to me i'd rather have santa than this like destructive creature you bring into your house and your kids are like but you don't have to have, have none either. of it i'd rather have none of it so all the, all kids, there's miracles in real life. Disruptive. Look at a trillions of dollars being printed out of thin air. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about fantasy. Yeah, go back to work. What's money? Santa gives all of your presents to the government. That's what they want. <laughs> and they you and and what do they do with the presents? They drop them on kids in foreign countries at have, high rates of speed. We should just have I'm the taking, libertarians rebrand. The government's Santa. taking fifty percent of the presents and he cuts them in half. <laughs> Each present in half. But so this is a lesson that you got to learn at four. I think it's, I think because we've been lied to by our parents, a lot of people are recycling. <laughs> All the, the way up till, you know, 11 years of age. It's like an abusive cycle. Like, they're like, what's so wrong with it? I, it happened to me. So it's fine. I'll it lie. Does it still feel like they lied to you at a certain point where you were like, oh, they were just trying to give Have me a childhood? Have you forgiven Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it confused the hell out of me. I, I, it's not I a happy probably childhood. Probably sure it confused the hell out of them when you're like I, 30 I, being like, mom, <laughs> I forgive you. Look at, look at, look at millennials. <laughs> Look at the younger generations today. They're entitled. They're lazy. They're Marxist. And it's not all because of Santa. Santa's 50-50. Right? Well, listen to this. The, the, the idea that some authority figure, a big fat suit wearing authority figure shows up and gives you what you ask for if you're good. Chris Christie for and 2024 he's, president. And he's wearing red. Yep. No, no, no. Listen. And he's wearing red. This was a communist plot from the that's beginning. There thinking. you go. But he doesn't wear red in all cultures. Like, I'm that's kidding. the thing. Also, wants to put you in the coal oranges. mines. But also, the kids, look, you take, you take kids. You 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 take them to the middle of the woods and you you leave them there and say good luck and if they survive for two exactly, weeks I'm then listening. they're strong enough like the Spartans do right no I'm kidding my point is I don't think you should pamper children at all I think kids from the moment they're born should understand life is not fair and and this idea like no let them have magic in their life why to rip it away from them and gut them when they're when they're older no 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 let them understand the reality of what the world is be a good parent teach them to survive in it and they will find happiness did, did you like sitting on santa's lap well newsflash that was a pedophile <laughs> <laughs> this i mean i 
I, magic is <laughs> real. A man, you're learning. Like, the, it, how does an atom form? Let the kid think about that. Show him what. I it, don't even know exactly. That. <laughs> if I was four and six, and that's what I was thinking about on Christmas Eve, it would have been a lot cooler than like wondering how a dude can fly through the sky and then finding out it wasn't real. Plus, it's about Jesus. The whole thing's about it's supposed to be about Jesus Christ, and the fact that they turned it commodified into some thing. The corporation, like Coca Cola, having these pictures of big fat Santa drinking you speak his it sugar. To the evangelical audience now. Look, man, why is it that millennials don't want to work? Humans like doing what they were doing when they were young because these are the formative years where they are being created and they're being taught. Everybody, oh, well, not everybody, but we, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, Chick Magnet by MXPX came on the radio and I was listening to, uh, to, to streaming radio and I was like, I know how to play that song on guitar. I know every word of that song and I haven't played it in 25 years. Cause just I was twelve years old. And I learned that song, and it'll never leave. Yeah, I got you. So these kids are growing up. But I don't think it's only that. There's also that uh, people are incentivized where they see they see a they see a pathway that doesn't seem like it's uh, gonna work for them, and that's one of the reasons they don't want to work. Yeah, but 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 look. Sir, say that again? Demoralized, kind of. Yeah, it's, like it's, they, they see that they go, why don't you want to work? And you go, it doesn't seem like a, it's going to uh, work out for yeah. me either way. Yeah, but that's part of the issue, right? Kids, millennials especially, millennials are a lost generation. And you look at all the data, and I'm not trying to be cute. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a fact. Millennials are broken as a generation. Not every single millennial, but a lot of them. I, my first job when I was, I was nine years old. Yeah, I family business. I mowed lawns. I, I shoveled snow. If I needed money, I had to work for it. So when I grow up, I'm not averse to hard work. I'm like, this is what this is. I'm driven. I'm driven to do it. I'm driven. Got to work more. Got to build. Got to build that castle. I don't know what the light at the end of the tunnel is. All I know is like, got to put more one, 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 one more brick in the foundation. All of my friends, though, did literally nothing. Not all of them, but a lot of them. They rode their bike around. They played video games. Then they went to school. Were told what to do. Then they went to college. Now they're all in debt and they hate working. I'm like, well, right. They were created by their parents and raised to never work. Why would they enjoy doing work that creates when they've never done it before? Their first job out of college. You know, they're people, average millennial, probably. Well, they have to start seeing the rewards of that work, but there's no, 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 but what you're saying for sure. But they, they listen, allowance, you, 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 yeah. your, your family, your, your, there's food in the fridge. You go to school. Lunch is, is given to you. Your parents have a lunch plan or it's a public school and they give you lunch. Then you, you go to high school. You're told what to do the entire step of the way. Everything's given to you. Then you go to college. Loans pay for everything. Then you leave. Now you're in debt. Good luck. They've never worked before. They don't understand. And they're all saying to themselves, why isn't the authority just giving me what, what I want and need anymore? That's allowance. Me, I did the opposite. I, it's like, you want money? Go shovel snow. Go mow the lawn. So then we would go door to door and be like, can I mow your lawn? Can I rake your leaves? Can I shovel your snow? You make 10 bucks. Then I got a job at my family's coffee shop, nine years old, bought, bought Pokemon and Game Boy by myself. Now that I'm older, I'm like, what's the next thing I can do to build that castle and get where, get where I need to go? I think you're also in a system, though, where you're reaping the benefits of your rewards, right? A lot of people are having trouble getting on the track, you know? And, and I, I have my, a little more my, faith in is, them. Uh, I have a little more faith in people and I don't think it's just that they have like a culture of laziness. I think that some people are having trouble getting on a track to start. Bro, I was put on the track when I was six years old, seven years old. These people are in their 20s and they've never been on the track before. No, that's my point. So I mean like, it, okay, let's say you get into a, there's lots of people, then let's say you get into a workplace and you're like, oh, if I work here hard here, I can get promoted here. And then, okay. And that's and already rich. the problem. Then you see there's don't a- Don't take a job. You're don't saying you, you're saying hard work for the sake of hard work. No, listen. So there's a lot of, I, I, I play guitar when I'm 12 years old. Yeah. I learned how to play basic chords. When I'm when I'm 19, when I'm 20, I need I need money. I take my guitar out to Wrigley Field. I stand outside. I play guitar. I make money. 
I yeah. don't have well, to. Well, that's go, why you're a multimillionaire, right? But per, per, right. But it's because when I was a kid, my parents were like, if you want something, you have to figure out how to produce values so that someone will give it to you. There's no man in the chimney who's going to come and give you whatever you want. That's not happening. Did they even There's give- no authority and no boss will give you what you want. <laughs> if you want something, you have to figure it out. <laughs> that's a funny thing. It's like, freeze! There's yeah. no man in the chimney. There's no man in the chimney. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, but. <laughs> they, my, I had friends well, that had got allowances. I think that's very communist. That'll get you wanting UBI when you're when you're older. Um, <laughs> not, if you have, not if you have to do chores. <laughs> then you get yeah, you get you rewards get for like incentives. That's pretty cool. Like if you get an A, I had one friend. If he got an A on his report card, he get ten bucks for every A. I was like, oh snap! But my parents wouldn't do that. They were like, you got to work. But Patrick Bet David, for instance, he makes his kids read a book. Every book they read is currency in his house. Yeah. So he's like, how many books? It's twenty uh-huh. books to get that thing, that race car. How many books have you read? And they say two. And he's like, right, eighteen more. And then you're gonna get. It. And they walk in and they see the thing up on the top shelf. And he's just reading, reading, and reading. In general, reading. like the ideal that greatness is good is and in, good in, for kids to in, have. In grade school, in first grade, my teacher had a thing called ten tickets. And if you did the appropriate thing, you got a ticket. And once you had ten, you could go up to the box and trade tickets for a prize. That's that's the kind of thing. And then also prize was a night at her. No, it was like a, a recorder. You get a little, like, boop, 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 you know, yeah, little, those, just created and yo-yos. Yo-yos were, were basic. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, then my parents did the thing where we got money for every uh, A, B, C, D and, and a downward that's sliding awesome. scale. Give you money for D's. D. No, I think D's were nothing. Uh, uh, I think A's were like, like three dollars. Like, B's like, were two. C's were one like that. And then Asian. every, every, <laughs> uh, well, only my mom, but every, every report card, it was like, you've got 50 bucks. Let's go buy Legos. That and it's like, hot. yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to have a good incentive. You're incentivized. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. manipulate my parents into that one. And then I, I gave up on grades in fourth grade because of it. I was like, why am I even trying? They don't even check my homework anyway. <laughs> I love that you gave up on grades before you knew Santa I was, was like, fake. If I get a B minus, no one will complain. So that's what I, so the theory is, is that, uh, that from a young age, kids need to have those incentive structures set up. Let's go back pre-industrial revolution and even somewhat into it. Children would be with their parents the entire time. There's no daycare. There's no public schooling system. There was no Santa Claus. Sure. There's a kid. He wakes up. No 50% once he's old rate. enough, the dad's like, here's how you help mo- uh, wash the clothes. Now that kid every day is interacting with the business of the parents and learning from adults. There's a viral video where these 10-year-old kids, uh, it's from like the 50s, and they're talking about war or whatever, and they sound like adults. And everyone was shocked. They were like, why do these kids sound like they're talking like adults? And it's like, well, we used to raise them. They've been working in a factory for five years. At that point, they weren't working in factories. But so when I'm nine years old, my, my mom opens a coffee shop on the road side of Chicago. And so I go work there on the weekends. When I'm working the ca- cash register, I have an adult man complaining to me. When I go and sit down to have lunch, there's a bunch of adults working at that cafe talking about politics. I'm surrounded by adults who speak like adults. And so that puts me in an entirely different position to all the other sixth graders who were, were talking about yo-yos. When I go back to school on, during the week and I've got 30 bucks in cash from tips from working at my family's business, they're all broke. And I'm like, oh, I got lunch. And they're like, whoa, yeah. Tim's rich. And I'm like, I have a job. I work at my family. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done family business. So I bought Pokemon Red by myself. I, I said, I want a Pokemon. My dad goes, well, 
how many weeks until you save up enough tips? And I was like, I, I don't know, I think two weeks. And then I got the money and then I bought a Game Boy and Pokemon and I was like, this is mine. I bought it. So that's how I grew up. And then my friends, I was talking to a friend of mine. Let me give you college. the other side of that, though. So I, for example, like worked a bunch of jobs as a referee, worked for the city, worked at the hockey rink, did a bunch of different things like that, right? I always was the worst employee because I knew that this is not what I'm going to do. I'm just doing this because basically I'm forced to have a job against my will. Um, whatever, you need to have money and stuff like that. Um, but I would say that I was job. I was a guy that, you know, did a bad job at that work and probably spent all my time trying to be funny and like making jokes and like stuff like that. It was like four years ago. This is four years okay. ago. No, just kidding. But how old were you when all this was going down? I don't know. Start probably from whatever, 12 or, you know, probably when I was in early high school, I was working there. You had paper roots, all that sort of stuff, but bad employee. And I would say some of that. Uh, because I was using my brain, I was thinking of, you know, being funny and all that sort of stuff. And that on, in my specific case, like, uh, that led to what I'm doing now. So there is the suffering of the pathways. job. No, just focusing Not on, uh, I would say what I would now describe is like being creative. Not uh, every single person finds yeah, so success different ways the exact same path. Cat, yeah. However, I believe it is overwhelming that if we teach kids you need to work to survive. Like you said, you were forced against your will to have a job. Well, I'm saying greatness is, uh, uh, like, that's why when you were talking about Patrick but David uh, making his kids read books or someone making their kid be great at sports, it doesn't, it doesn't it always have, have to come, effect. it doesn't always have to come in the form of work at some job that you're getting no skills for, not really learning anything. It, like greatness can be learned and that value can be like implemented on a kid job. without, Work means producing value. Work means well, if you're playing you know, something, yeah. minor hockey, you're not producing any value. You absolutely are. It's entertaining. To yourself, you are. It's entertaining for the people for who are watching. Nobody. It's well, look. <laughs> so why do we have sports? Well, bro, there are pro athletes who make more money than firefighters. That's like the norm for pro athletes because it's valuable to people that who like to watch it. Once you're good at Plus, it. Plus, you're being physically fit. You're improving your health. There's tremendous benefits to this. And then when you want to do certain jobs, like let's say you're good at riding a bike. Guess what? You can be a courier. There's tons of skills you can learn and transfer them to work. And being funny and sharpening that skill is a value to society. People think work means serving burgers. Well, if you like making burgers, then that's your work. If you like writing songs, that's your work. The problem is there are people posting videos on TikTok being like, I literally want to do nothing. Yeah. I want to go home and turn the TV on. Yeah. That's what this generation is built out. Goblin yeah, mode. Right. So my point is something. You have to you have to focus on something. When when parents should give their kids guidance and make them do things. Because I can't tell you how many stories I've heard from people who are like, My parents made me do this and I hated it and now I love it. There's there's like what would be an example. A friend of mine is a pro skateboarder who as a child said to, uh, to their father, I want to get a skateboard like all the other kids. And the dad said, if I get you the skateboard, you will skate every week, no matter what. You can skate whenever you want, but every like weekend a tiger dad we're for going. Skateboarding. And they were like, deal. And then after three months, they said, I don't want to skate anymore. And he goes, we're going to the skate park now. Now they're a pro skateboard and they're like, I'm glad my parents made me do this. Yeah. I think a lot of like you sure. have musicians like you know a lot of like violin yeah. players who are like I hate it. Oh, I had to piano. play the piano against my will. Yeah, yeah I think Same ultimately, there. especially with children, they're just motivated differently, right? Like one of my younger siblings loves to read, no problem. One of them hates it. It's it's you can't expect yeah. them all to do the same yeah, things. I'd, I think that's one of the challenges with saying like you might have the one kid who is like, yes, I would love to make money. Give me every side job that we have. I want to get a paper route as soon as I can. You have another kid who's like. I don't want to do that. Those things aren't motivating to me. You know, and so it's hard to adapt a uni or universal strategy. I think the idea that you need to be willing to take on responsibility and you need to be contributing to your household, you need to be pr expecting things not to be given to you, but to work for them is a good thing. Here's yeah. what here's here's what drives kids, their peers. So uh, it's not absolute, but it's a tendency. 
If you take a kid and say, I want you to learn piano, that kid's going to be like, I don't want to learn piano. That's so stupid. Why? Because what are their friends doing? They want to be social with their peer group because that's what humans do. However, later on in life, when they're really good at piano and everyone's praising them for it, now they feel good. They're like, wow, I'm really glad my parents got me to and do this. Also, when three of yes. your friends have instruments and they want to start a band, that's Easy. when I get the snare drum. And that's what happened to me. So I'm like, I guess I'll play I'll play drums. I get a drum set. I stopped playing after a few days. I learned how to play. And then I won like an award at school and I took lessons. And then I was like, I don't care. Coolest guy. And then my friend said, we don't need a drummer. We need a guitarist. And I went, mom, I need a guitar now. And so then she's like, okay, well, here, take your brother's guitar. My brother was like, don't take my guitar. What are you doing? And she's like, you don't play it. And then he's like, what's dumb? And she's like, I'll get you a bass or whatever if you let him fine. Okay, fine. Now I'm learning guitar because my friends were trying to be in a band. Yep. So I'm just trying to fit in. Yeah. And I end up playing guitar. I had another incentive-based thing. Even in college, my parents were like, if you get a job, we'll pay half your rent. I was like, sweet, I'll get a job. We're going to go to Super Chats. So if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, head over to TimCast.com, click join us to become a member, because I'm sure the members only uncensored show will be pretty wild, and it'll be fun, and we'll take your questions. And uh, let's read what you had to say right now. All right. Kilted Carnivore says, in Trump's voice, first, the very best, first, it's very good. Congratulations, Kilted Carnivore. Culture Abduction says, I'm first tonight, damn it. Uh, no, you're not. Sorry. Clint Torres says, howdy, people. Did you miss me? Trick question. Of course you did. But you are also third. Congratulations to Kilted Carnivore for being the first super chat. Hi, Clint. How's it going? Ready to Rumble says, Tim, you should do a segment on the Palestinian protesters showing up to the Christmas tree celebration in New York, chanting, burn it down. I talked a little bit about it earlier. And I, what I said was, this is why I despise the woke left. Because you can talk about the debate between left and right, but nobody takes Christmas from me. Yeah, okay. Pine trees are legit, dude. Yeah. I, I praise the pine tree. Last year you were here right before Christmas. Is that true? And we had these little little Hershey's kisses and you were like, oh, Christmas. And you nice. got one. And I'm like, you see Christmas, man. Even yeah. Ryan gets it. I like I'm Jewish and I love he Christmas. Yeah, he's... I love Christmas. Don't, don't. Stop. <laughs> You're really landing I on there. I love Christmas. Listen, um, you and Ian could have whatever you do. <laughs> you and Hanukkah? Whatever pagan rituals you're getting up to. Yeah, Ian dances talking about naked the around the trees outside. We're talking about Amanita Muscaria, dude, and the Tibetan, the Tibetans that would go under the pine tree and they'd collect the the uh, reindeer dung would you know fertilize the uh, amanita muscaria mushroom and then yeah. they'd collect it and bring it back because their teepees were their yurts were snowed in they'd have to climb down the chimney <clears throat> nice. hang them up over sock in socks over the fireplace to dry them out overnight and then they drink amanita muscaria well, tea the next trip. morning let's uh let's grab this one we got the uh, jacob parody says shout out to home depot for supporting donald trump's campaign even if he's convicted just in time for Christmas shopping. What, did they come out with a statement or something? Yeah, he ran an op-ed a little while ago. Uh, oh. He's he's endorsed him before. We support yeah. everything orange. I, it's, well, but to be fair, <laughs> I think they're talking about uh, the founder of Home Depot. He's not technically with the company anymore, but he's a he's very like, wealthy billionaire. He's, so he's looking down at his apron and it's orange and he looks at the TV and he sees Trump and he looks down again and looks up <laughs> and he's like, how dare they? <laughs> if they come, if they come for, for one of us, they come for all yeah, of us. Yeah. <laughs> Anything orange. All right, what do we got? The dude abides says breaking news. SCOTUS dockets another Illinois assault weapons ban case. Justice Amy Coney Barrett gives Illinois till December 6 to respond to plaintiffs in the Naperville case who brought in an emergency appeal to SCOTUS. Very, very cool. All right. Well, we will see. We will see. Let's grab some more super chats. What have we? Uh, let's see. Miss Mary says question for Ian. What mountains are in Florida? That was all a, a lie. Luke's not actually living in the mountains. He's in Miami. I don't in know, the, he's in the Everglades on like a little raft. The Azores. Quite, quite flat. I'm just naming mountains. Yeah. yeah. Are there mountains in Florida? Mm, I don't think so. 
Greg Dubier says, Tim, I canceled my subscriptions to Max the day Warner Warner Boys said they were pulling ads on X. They asked why, and I told them because you pulled ads on X. Yesterday, I joined Angel Studios to replace Max. Here, here. That's how we do. That's what we do. Yeah, we got to get uh, we got to get Ryan Long and Danny to do an Angel Studios movie. What's it? Oh, is that is that what the studio is called? The distribution they company. Did, they did Sound of Freedom. Oh, Sound of Freedom. Yeah. And okay. so the way it works is you submit like a, um, a torch. Yeah, it's, it's like a I screener. I think that was last time we were here too. Was it? That just came out. Yeah. Yeah. You, you do a screener. Oh no! Wait, like a five minute. What they call it a torch? Yeah. It's just like a five and minute preview of the movie. Everybody there basically votes if they want to see it produced. That's and, sick. And then this basically is how the funding goes to the movie. And then they got a movie coming out on Friday, The Shift. Mm. Yeah, that's With a Neil great McDonough. way to do it. Yeah. 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 So people, everyone votes on it, and then all the money goes to the one that yep. gets voted the most. Mm-hmm. And so cool. they they've got like two hundred thousand members. How much money? What's the budget? I don't know what their budgets are, but I can say to be a member, it's twenty bucks a month or one hundred and fifty a year, and they have one hundred seventy five k members. So what a cool well, service! That's, there's that's there's a good funding idea. there for these movies, right? Yeah, and they you can resubmit right. if it doesn't get high enough. They'll like let you resubmit. Eventually, they'll like help if they like it enough. They'll help people help you with it. Telling a story. That's how the shift got through. And they, cool. they say it's all about. Uh, uh, uplifting the light so if it's like not evil content if you're you know basically basically if you're like not oh so we shouldn't be like sound of sound of freedom but where the bad guys are the from good the, guys from the other yeah. perspective. <laughs> <laughs> just think about it well have you seen uh, criminal uh, organization <laughs> getting taken down have you, have you seen freedom tunes joke about this seamus's no. what is the joke the it's two movie executives who are looking at the news about all the money coming in for sound of freedom so they're like what what is all this why are people liking this movie how is it such a big deal let's go watch it and then it shows them in the theater and they're like shocked and they're crying. And then as they're leaving, wiping tears away, they're like, I can't believe it. I never knew those poor traffickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do we have? MF Damien says PetSmart owns Chewy while selling its own version. Of course, controlled opposition, man. If you're going to sell a Pop-Tart, you know, you got to make the opposition nasty ones. And then you can be like, we're better than that brand because another brand can't sue you. Classic. That's how you do it, man. K, uh, Kaleem Mim says, Bob Iger is the reason Disney is doing this nonsense. He's the reason they are being political because he wanted to be president and he wanted to be part of the embassy with China. He needs to go. Was he making a play in the political world? I guess. I don't know. I heard that he was ad- admitted that they've been doing poorly because of the politics. But Oh, I- for sure. ESPN is like disaster because of that. Salty says, Tim, great guest. Ryan Long is hilarious. When do we, when do we, the live action show of my comic, when do we do it? Silence do good. I so want to cast him as the lead, a young Ben Franklin who takes on an AI that thinks it's God. I just have to point out, he didn't mention Danny. Yeah, that's fine. Danny's here too, guys. He's important. He's a comic. Yeah, so Salty made a comic. Silence do good. We actually have a Ben Franklin. A young Ben Ben Franklin. Franklin. I'm more of a Ben Franklin, yeah. Yeah. Alahad says, here to help you pay for your ice bath, Tim. Ha ha. Well, I appreciate it. We got one. It's so cool. I'm excited. Uh, Because I hear like after you exercise, what do you do? Like jump in it? No, you're supposed to. It depends on if you want to build the muscle. You wait six hours before you get cold. But if you're if you want to shrink the muscle and you don't want it to grow, then yeah, right in. You're not doing the ice bath. This is Andrew Huberman stuff. You just bought it. Yeah. And you just sit waiting. No, he's waiting for it to get delivered. No, no, it's not here yet. (laughs) That's an impulse purchase. But that's more after you haven't even done it. Instagram told me to do it. No, you haven't even done it yet. That's more after lifting. And definitely look into that. I don't. I don't want to. First thing in the morning. Yeah. 
What's that liquid nitrogen thing that you do? Like you go into a chamber yeah. and it sprays the cryo chamber. The cryo chamber. It's just hyperbaric. Is that what it's no, called? No, no, no. It's, cry it's a cryo chamber. It's like you go in there and it's I don't know. They do it to like minus... tone your muscles or something, right? I think it's just for inflammation and stuff. It's like mm. minus fifty. It's good for a million things. But you only go in for two minutes. Like None your business you says you guys <laughs> know you can turn off targeted ads, right? Why would I want to do that? You can. I actually didn't know that, but but why would I want to? Like what? what like I'm gonna get an ad for like a hair dryer. I don't have hair. You know, I want an I want an ad for a TV. I might buy. You know what I mean? I do buy clothes off. There. Well, that's the stuff when you get apps and they go ask with Apple's update and they go like ask app the ask uh, not to track you or whatever. And they yeah, give you can you do the that. option and you can say no and then they're, they're like, yeah, me. now we're definitely not. And then they not. just give you like, random yeah, ads. Now suffer. <laughs> like, but but they just get. they sent me an ad for this adjustable heat and ice bath thing. I'm like, I'm glad they did because I want I want it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Man. I just get a picture of a guy, and he goes, "Tread on this." <laughs> you know, go, you know, you don't know, mind if I do. What we're gonna get is a sensory. I'll buy a Fuego shirt. That'd be good. We're gonna get a sensory deprivation tank. Yes, please. Oh, and those then, are awesome, dude. I just heard from Corin Nemec when I was interviewing him last couple weeks ago that the pyramids were apparently sensory deprivation chambers they would use to astrally project their consciousness. Okay, they're capped with gold. <laughs> this is like masonry, Freemasonry stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Wild concept. He said they found heavy saltwater residue in the king's chamber. They, they would like. I feel like I don't get that cool because the Sphinx. They want to put a black light in the king's <laughs> chamber. <laughs> Wasn't it something like on Rogan? Some guy said that the Egyptians found the pyramids or something like that. Yeah, the, oh, the guy who has the Netflix series is, is that what it is? Somebody, What's that guy's name? Graham, Graham Hancock. Graham? Graham? Graham the Hancock? Egyptians didn't build it; they found it. I, uh, Graham Hancock's that's what main theory, from what I can uh, see, is that history started before we started recording it so when not yeah, recorded it but like all of the professors and yeah, all there's of been the, great and there's been huge floods that basically huge reset floods everything but they were saying he's kind of saying the ice age killed everyone and he was kind of like it didn't kill everyone there was still some people kicking around and that's yeah, where they had these if, ideas from because like it's 50 degrees out here right now and it's not supposed to be what, what if like antarctica melts and there's skyscrapers and just like a city that'd be awesome yeah and that's oh, why they, wow. that, that so that's cool. why it's like hard to go it's like so much ice you can't really find anything it's really hard to go there but the ice melts and then all of a sudden everyone's like dude yeah. I, i've been hearing that it has atlantis to with the yeah solar cycles apparently are a big part of it or at least people are saying ben davidson talks <laughs> a lot about i've it. been hearing <laughs> solar weatherman yeah i can't confirm or deny but on twitter solar weatherman goes deep on this stuff that every like that's why it seems cyclical is because it has to do with well it is crazy to think that if there was a solar because you know they say like they've these old civilizations and because everything is digitized right now if there was say a solar flare and everything just you know went to crap it would only take up hundred years or 200 years before just this would just all be kind of gone and like There's uranium no, no electricity everything would yeah. just be lost you can dig up uranium and then how hard is it to make nuclear power out of uranium i don't know the enrichment process you put it in water, probably pretty hard the water boils you gotta, and then you have this pressure spin well the, you got to do stuff to it though it can't just raw uranium doesn't yeah, i don't get think it, we're just going to kind of diy uranium uh, I, think, I think the crazier thing would be creating the gigantic copper coils copper like the baghdad batteries and mass they create no, lots no, no, of no, little no. ones like look up electric motors yeah and what you need to create an electric motor we've right? been talking the, the about turbines a, and a lot like on this. the boys cast it's wild because, do you know every you know every 15 minutes it seems like there's like a new article being like oh the emperor was actually trans or uh, hunters were actually women uh, yeah i saw that yeah, one. there's lots of the, we we're just loving the idea of like what chance do you when when you die like in in uh a million years they're gonna be having articles just saying you were doing all the stuff <laughs> tim was like a trans dom <laughs> no they're gonna we, we have a we have a portrait of mr bocus they're gonna like find the house and we're gonna find one little joke they're gonna be like they, yeah they worshiped cats yeah Yo, yo, yeah, if, yeah, they're if, making... if aliens found the internet, they'd be like, these people worship cats yeah. and dogs. <laughs> like, that's, that's a toxoplasmosa, man. Mm -hmm. That's that 
Uh, by the sure. way, Bucko's doing great. I haven't seen him for a week, so it was shocking to well, see him after a week. He he rubbed he ripped his back open. Yeah, he's but it feels real good if you rub the sides of his. So we uh, we, get, we had to give him a neckerchief uh-huh. because for some reason he started scratching and he rubbed it raw. Maybe he was dehydrated. Maybe he was cold and he was asking for a scarf. Now he's happier. I, I don't know. I think he's sick and something was causing him to itch. His I eyes think he are likes better. fashion and he likes the accessory. Yeah, he's probably dehydrated. Uh, but Seamus One is doing fairly well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you have any video of him yet? Uh, I mean, I haven't posted anything, but we do. He he's 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 using the litter box. So Seamus is we got him in the garage. He's using the litter box, nice. and you know that's well, Seamus Two taking it. Uh, he I th- he's, he's having a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah Seamus Two handling it well. Seamus Two is uh, Seamus Two uh, ran yeah. away as soon as you got Seamus One. So he's got some jealousy. Well, issues. no, he was he was gone before this, but uh, you know, yeah. Okay. Seamus One is going in for this, his appointment <laughs> in a in a in a week and a half. Nice. We're gonna we're gonna Got cut his balls off. Snip ah, the bits. Snip the bits. Nice. And he knows. He stares at us when we go in there, and he's like giving us his look because he's getting knows. all his humping in right where he can. <laughs> no, he's just like, he's in jail, man, and he knows it's coming. Ooh, he knows. It's he's less than a year old. He's a stray that was living in our garage, and so we just trapped him, brought him to the vet, and we're gonna, you know, make him, make him a friendly, happy cat. Nice. Transing him. Well, you know, we don't want him having little cat babies, and uh, yeah, I got it. But he's not happy about it because he liked being outside and hunting the birds and all that. Now he's going to be a little, you know, unit cat and living in the house and getting fat. There you go. All right, let's read some more. William Ubilus says, "Disabled vet lost my job yesterday. Car is broke down. Will run out of money this month. Need to see son hours away for holidays. Give send go. GBB three five. Well, good luck, sir. Good luck, sir." All right, we'll grab another super chat. Matt Murphy says Bud Light's strategy should be run the best three to four ads from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, and then one new ad of Travis Kelsey dancing to shake it off, then just have a VP marketing say to trades, we just want to get back to who we are. I'm listening. Okay. Did you hear that there's there's like some lady who said that Kelsey and Taylor Swift's relationship is just a fake stunt to make a bunch of money or something? I would imagine some, I don't believe it. I would imagine every opinion possible has been said about that situation yeah. by now. I mean, it is crazy how he's like all he's just in all these ads all of a sudden that coincide exactly with the relationship, but maybe they can crank it I don't believe it. Quickly. Taylor Swift doesn't need to do that. No, she doesn't. No, yeah, just, it doesn't. It doesn't there, help her any. I, I can't imagine. Maybe it helps the NFL. But who can? How much money do you have to offer Taylor Swift to fake? NFL has that money. I really don't know. Have you heard the thing about there? They There's think a lot of that work. She's gonna yeah, like yeah. break up with Travis Kelsey when they because she's a big Eagles fan. So when they go to the Super Bowl and it's Chiefs versus Whoa. Eagles, she's gonna break up with him. So he's a terrible game. That's this year's script. And the and, Eagles are paying her off. And there's a mysterious five hundred million dollar wager. For the other team, which is strange. Uh, now we're talking. I don't I, like. Guys, I, I, I was thinking about to, this. Uh, like Trader Joe's to get her ice cream when her fi- private plane flew directly to Kansas City. They're obviously in love. You're all wrong. No, I just. Then. I'm imagining like the NFL going to her, going to Taylor Swift's people and being like, "How much money for you to be in a relationship with a football player?" And, and he's sitting gonna, in the corner, like really coy. <laughs> yeah, what is she? Gonna, she's going to be like, <laughs> "What is she? A billionaire? How, what's yeah, she worth? She's she's she is be, a billionaire. Yeah. She's a billionaire. She's going to be like, dude. I, I. She's like, there's nothing you could give me. I don't care. She gets a piece of a team. He bought a nicer house cares? to try and prove to her that he's worthy. Guys, yeah. come on. At a in certain love. point, I wonder why, like... We got suckered into talking much. about it, though. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> just true. like she wanted. Just like she wanted. That's how they get you. The that, was, that was her doing the super chat from some... Alt- <laughs> <laughs> they got, that's how they get you, dude. Before you know it, you're like, I think he does love her as much as he says he does. <laughs> you are all crying. You, you blink and you're in the convo. Let's grab some more super chats. 
Carly says, Ian, do you believe kids should never be told Santa's real? If not, what age do you think they should be told the truth? All kids will get picked on. Yeah, I think they should be told St. Nicholas was a real saint and who he was and what he was, that Jesus Christ was real, that Santa Claus was kind of built by the writer that figured him out in the 1800s, that Coca-Cola made him into an icon and that like what so age? people celebrate it. Like as soon as they learn to comprehend the things you're saying around Christmas time, be like, this is really cool. And then have fun with Christmas. Definitely do that. Start them, start, start them with the truth early. First Let's, words, Santa's not real. Look into my eyes. <laughs> All right. We just got this stupid YouTube super chat jump ahead when it happens. What do we have here? Paul Tascolo says, made it 20 minutes into DeSantis v. Newsom debate. My conclusion is we may need to just make Trump the king of America because if these guys are the future of American politics, we're absolutely screwed. Oh, so it's a dud? It's Oh, dude. Like, there are some tweets. Newsom said the one thing that we, sh we have in common is neither of us will be the nominee. And I'm like, that's exactly why Newsom I'm not said that. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly why I'm turning it on. Like, what is the point of this, dude? It, it, it I think it really is. They're just laughing behind the scenes, being like, we just, we destroyed. Yeah, DeSantis it. walking a plank with that debate. He had a future. DeSantis had a future. He gave it away. What is wrong with this guy? But you know what? I got to be honest. I'm glad they did it to him. I'm glad they sank his campaign. I'm glad the neocons tricked him into all of this stuff. Because if he's this stupid, he should stay the away from politics yeah he should not be involved we need we need more capable people than this vivek's better so i agree yeah it's shocking that one of his campaign who was it his left national the, policy director left leading stuff yeah he just left for the trump campaign that's wild do you like vivek oh of course yeah, yeah. Vivek's like fantastic michael beacon says the real saint nicholas was based and punched a dude in the face for denying the trinity at the council of nicaea teach kids about haymaker santa <laughs> <laughs> they might like uh, coal but no one likes getting laid out Haha. -ha. All right, let's see. Where are I we? I did at? used to wonder if like parents in Wyoming where like coal is a major industry, they change the narrative so Santa doesn't give you coal. Like he gives you coal and it's a good thing. Yeah, so, like this yeah, power's yeah. a family. <laughs> this is a this is a great this noble won't be thing. Freezing this year, like, <laughs> they like sullied the name of coal and all these like West Virginia and Wyoming are like, no, no, in our house if you're bad, if Santa, you're bad, you get coal. Santa and what if we get if we get just coal but more, more. of it? <laughs> Jermaine Wilkes says, voice cast makes me <laughs> laugh. Tim cast makes me think. Media is in Elon takedown mode. Is this good or bad? Is the move back to sense set to be destroyed? Set to be destroyed ones now? I don't know what that means. Normies do not care. I don't know. I think it's neutral. I don't think it's good or bad. I think it is natural, the natural part of the process of the awakening, the, what do you call it? The, uh, the great apocalypse. Maybe. I think it's, I mean, the thing about Elon Musk is there are so many people who are excited about him all the time no matter what that you have to have some things that you're like i disagree with that right yeah. like when he's on wechat in china it seems like there's some sketchy stuff going on there but i love his stance on like everyone should have huge families like you shouldn't have just one person who can do no wrong you have to be able to be critical yeah. a little bit don't cult worship that guy that's super mm -hmm. important man he's just a dude well if, if someone's agreeing with you always it generally means that they're just listening to the pulse of what they should be saying right mm. anyone that's an independent thinker you're not going to agree with them on every single I issue just tweeted that out this is actually i blew my own mind with this tweet if you like posts because of <laughs> if you like posts because of who posted them and not because of the content of the post you're in a cult yeah all right orlando ortiz says i, re I refuse to tell my daughter santa is real only because i refuse to teach her i lie about anything she deserves a better reality a real one the thing is, though, you could say Santa, the idea of Santa is real and tell them what it is. That'll help them navigate understanding. I think you should just talk about it in the, like, be like, yeah, many cultures have this myth about Santa. We are Swedish. So this is how we grew up learning about it. But in America, they talk about it this way. Like, 
kids are smart enough to be able to start analyzing the differences between things and either like either they'll go through a make-believe phase where they'll say like oh yeah santa i have my own narrative about it or they'll be like that's interesting it seems like with the internet it's got to be on its way out anyway like they can't the jig is a bit up with the internet yeah some people were telling me they tell their kids that it's the myth and then they still have fun with it and celebrate the myth of santa that's what like i know that's what my my um my dad's wife does with her kids she's like it, it's a game like it's just a game that we play it's not real but we can talk about it and we can have fun with it but we don't treat it like it's fact you know what's really fun is taking the tree out after christmas and setting it on fire oh mm-hmm. we, have, we have a fire pit and so we break we we cut it down you put it in the pit and we get a big fire going and they go up so oh, it's yeah. great you get this really big fire everyone sits around and <clears throat> it's chilly outside but you know you sit down you hang out with friends and the tree is being recycled back into nature That's smells cool. good i imagine that yeah, pine. It's fantastic. oh yeah it's great it's it's pretty wild the 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 pine just yeah it gets like, so dry I imagine yeah it just goes yeah. go like what like what a ne- what a wild fire hazard a dry ass pine tree in your living room with all these That's lights on it that are super hot <laughs> That's a lot of Christmas disaster LED lights man tree. miraculous All right Rorico the thirteenth says Ian the anime called Doctor Stone already has the answers you should watch it what is it uh basically a bunch of people get turned to stone and then this dude somehow turns not to stone and then he's in a prehistoric like so civilizations collapse and everyone's tribal again but he's a super genius and so he's like building future technology from the ground up that's cool yeah and there's more to it than that but you know basically that's about it and super Japanese genius got it under wraps yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, good shows. It's funny because the the American comic book industry and and films now are like struggling and failing, and people are talking about how manga and anime has been taking off because their stories are still based on the hero's journey, whereas American stories are becoming weird woke narratives of like, you know, steal someone's clothes or something like that. Like in Captain Marvel, <laughs> that's what she did in Captain Marvel. She stole that guy's clothes. Okay. It's like I don't know she if she was I, a bully, right? Yeah, I don't know if I care about that narrative arc. You're like you're a bad person. They that the Marvels was one of the most. Uh, I went. Um, you went solo. I, I went solo on tour, and to be honest, I kind of was hoping it wasn't going to be as bad as people said it was because I would have liked to take the alternative position and be the guy. That, <laughs> like I just, I would have liked to be the guy that was like, honestly, it wasn't that bad, but it was, it was really bad. And you are right. This was a new type of story that they invented. They were, they were just yeah. trying to, they were like, this is a new type of story that's never been done before. It's like followed none of the normal things of what I, like story structure of thousands of years have, have told you. Yeah. And like, I can respect trying new things to a certain degree, you know, but they were already trying new things with, without the story being kind of, uh, different as well. Right. But like the general idea is your story should have at least like a, who's the character? What's their conflict? How do they overcome it? But a lot of these new stories that Disney is doing are just like nothing like yeah, Look that. how hard the badass can punch the wall. Look it's how, they, look they how hard great. they hit it. They, they're all following the Steven Seagal narrative yeah. where it's like he was great already and then <laughs> just goes and proves it. And then everyone just realizes well, he was I've, even greater than they thought they were. Have you seen, Cap- like they're following the have you seen Seagal Captain Marvel? Format. I, no, no. The I first saw one. the Marvels. The first one is that she has this power within her that's being suppressed by a man. And he keeps. <laughs> don't all women? No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Stop laughing. Oh, this is yeah. true. Yeah. Jude Law keeps telling her to control her emotions <laughs> oh, nice. because because she gets mad and she, they put a device. The trick on, was to not control her emotions. Yes. They, <laughs> no, yes. They put a device on her that holds her power back, and then in the end, she realized she was always powerful, and she stops listening to the man embraces her emotions, breaks the device, and fires an energy blast at him. Of course. Mm. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> Terrible advice for women. Just have to you should see it. You should go, you, 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 you know, you'll hate it, but you'll laugh. <laughs> the secret powers are in your tears. 
<laughs> All right, everybody, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and oh. head over to TimCast.com because the members-only show is coming up in a few minutes. But also, can I? Well, can I, well hold on. You oh. can follow the show at TimCast IRL. You can follow me personally at TimCast. Ryan, take Sorry. it away. Also, well, obviously, the main thing is the boys cast comes out on Friday, and we've been tomorrow. Sketch. Tomorrow, we do a sketch in every episode, and tomorrow's sketch is one of actually our better ones, actually. But more importantly, if you want to, or less importantly, but Phoenix, I'm going to be next weekend. Denver, Toronto, we just opened up another 40 tickets, so we sold out a big theater there. Then Dublin, London, Antwerp, Amsterdam, Copenhagen, Oslo, Stockholm, Perrysburg, Columbus, Liberty, Dallas, Baltimore, Calgary, Boston, Winnipeg, Atlanta, San Diego. So come out to one of the dates on the tour. The shows have all been sold out and awesome. Danny's going to be there in Toronto. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's the website? <laughs> RyanLongComedy.com and the boys cast is youtube.com slash the boys cast or the boys cast everywhere. Yeah. Just follow me. Uh, just follow me on Twitter uh, at Danny jokes and uh, my YouTube page underscore Danny. Check it out. Cool. It's been fun having you guys here. I'm glad to see you guys yeah. again. Thank you. Uh, I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for Scanner, S-C-N-R.com. You guys should all go check it out. We're really proud of the work we're doing there. You can still follow at Timcast News on Instagram and uh, Twitter for updates and to see our work there. If you want to follow me personally, I'm on Instagram at HannahClaire.B. I'm on Twitter at HC Brimlow. I think you should follow uh, at ChrisCar17. He's our executive editor, and he is a very cool guy. I'm very appreciative of all the support he gives me with my work. Ian, it's fun to have you back. That is a good idea to follow Chris Carr 17. Yeah, Chris Carr 17. And then you should tweet at him specifically asking for uh, cocktail recipes because he used to be a bartender. He's very. Oh, he's uh, tended he used bar to have, here. He used to do a ton of co- uh, mixed drinks here. Well, I'm Ian yeah. Crossland. Follow me on the internet anywhere. Subscribe to me on YouTube where I do semi daily interviews. It's been badass, man. I'm really happy to be a part of it. Like just to be able to elevate great people and to pick their brains is like this next level. So f- subscribe on YouTube, Minds, Facebook, X, and Rumble. That's where it's all going up now. And I'll catch you there. I'll catch you there later see you later excited for that boys cast uh, as a fan hell yeah, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. that'd be good actually uh, we have a the sketch where joe biden uh went to dinner with all these like trans women did you see it no not no. joe biden the pope <laughs> oh we can pull. I it was oh right 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 we, we, we can pull it up well it doesn't matter but that's what we have a sketch of it no it's not oh it's not okay, right right on. On. but anyways thank you well yeah of course i'm excited to see that uh let's get this after show we have all right everybody we will see you all over at timcast.com thanks for hanging out